0: veteran the veteran gamers podcast hello
1: and welcome to show 28 of the veteran gamers podcast
2: yeah whoa hey
0: there See, are 28 in. dominoes
1: in a standard set of dominoes. <laughs> ah, is it? that <laughs> is that six or nines? Dominoes. Yeah, but d- dominoes can in sixes or nines, don't they? I don't know.
0: The number of dominoes in standard domino sets is what it well, says well, here standard. on this reliable source that is not cited.
3: Huh. Okay, I've just slipped into another
1: universe. This
0: nah, yes. subject
1: is Very boring. Hey, games.
3: What are we doing?
0: Right, Introduce people.
1: Yes. Um. Yeah, we've got Ginny. Yo. Yeah. And we've got, uh, yeah, that Duke bloke. The Death Star. I run the Death Star. What's the Death Star? This is the Death Star. You're in the Death Star. I run this star. This is a star. This is a f- star. I run it. I'm your boss. You're Mr. Stevens. Who is Mr. Stevens? He's head of catering. I'm not head of catering. Wow. Can I ask low, you a quick low, question? Low, oh, low. Isn't it? Can I ask a question? Did you bleep out the F word or was that I already bleeped? You see, no, was... right, you bleeped out, right? I know, and Chinny swears like a trooper all the time.
0: That's because he is a trooper.
1: I know, but what's the Our point trooper. of bleeping it out when Chinny's already swearing?
0: Because all there are time. children listening.
1: Yeah, and Chinny swears all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. He insults me. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs>
3: Duke, you got a stupid shirt on.
0: Why, why are you going to talk about my shirt?
3: <laughs> well, I don't even remember saying that. Uh, oh, you just okay. said it. What do you mean you don't remember saying that? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> uh.
1: Well, I've got to say, you're both looking very dapper tonight. Yes, yeah, yes, they yeah. uh, This room is stuffy, isn't it? It's is is a bit. I'll open a window. It is a bit warm. There here. we go.
0: That's better. Do <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. want a drink? I got some drinks here. No.
1: Yep. What have you got for us?
0: <laughs> oh, I spilled it all over Stu. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? That's right on my crotch. It looks like a pissed myself. All right,
3: enough, enough. We're not in <laughs> no the room. We're not in the same room.
1: Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> <This is
3: gross. laughs> um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, People say, oh, I'll listen to this uh, podcast. It's got a lot of good reviews. I'll I'll listen to it. It's about games. And then they just chewed in. (laughs) This is their first episode. They go,
1: this is terrible. (laughs) I'm sorry to that person. Oh, by the way, that was Eddie Izzard, wasn't it? Yeah. I knew who it was.
0: Yeah, for once.
1: I know. Well, there's
0: always... Well, that's good. The letter better late than never.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I want to start off tonight because I've got something new and shiny. Oh, here we go. Game related
0: or is this your... But before oh, no. we talk about games, I'm going to talk about something not game-related. No, no, but we're not,
1: totally not allowed to talk about anything <laughs> else. It's totally game-related. No, it is okay, totally. Okay, what good.
0: is it? What did you buy that's shiny and new?
1: I've, I've got a brand-new 360, the new one. S. Yes. Oh, See, my I'm goodness. <laughs> I say I had a brand-new Kanban harvest. And I'll give you the key, if you want.
3: <laughs> so, you've got a 360 uh, squat, or whatever it's called, yeah, and, and some... Um, good-looking lad has sent you a data transfer kit. They did, they did. Some so, good-looking guy. What I want to know is, yeah, was it was it easy to transfer? All <laughs> you.
1: <laughs>
3: Sorry. Sorry, I forgot. To...
0: Sexy-looking
1: guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was very easy. Although I must admit, do you know what? I remember what I got when I got my elite in the box, and there's nothing in the box. They give you nothing now. They give you diddly squat. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. You just get it. you get get console, power cable, uh, obviously because you won't be able to turn it on otherwise. No, I know. Uh, headset, all right? Controller, yep. And a standard SCART cable, and that is uh, easy. no ch- No component,
3: no HDMI, no nothing. Just no.
1: SCART. Deal with it. That's it. That's
3: all you get, get. I
0: didn't get a headset when I bought my 360. You do any... you be happy yeah. for what you've got, man.
1: Did you get an arcade?
0: I bought one used.
1: Oh, well, that's why he didn't get one, because you don't oh, want someone, someone, someone spat Cyan, all though. over. <laughs> yeah. God.
0: yeah. He rubbed their bum on it.
1: Oh, he stuck it up the... Uh, anyway. You can they what. <should we> do? <laughs> that's what that's so it. how is
0: it? Does it work better? Is it fast? Is it
3: quiet?
1: Is it, is it quiet? it Does it scratch your disc when you move it? Uh, not that I've noticed. Not that I've noticed. Although I did have trouble. I did have trouble doing it. Um, I went to the I'll, shop.
0: about that. No, I just. I Let's keep talking about games, please. Yeah, I'm, I
1: don't know why I keep going to blockbusters. I really don't. Um, but I went there about. uh God, how long would it be? About two weeks ago now, and they were doing a deal, and the deal was uh, bringing your elite. They'll give you a ninety-nine quid or a hundred quid for your elite, and you get a brand new 360s S for ninety-nine ninety-nine.
2: Right? What?
1: Plus, plus a month of free video game rentals. So I was like, oh, "That's all right." You go so, every
0: day, just to get a different game.
1: <sighs> yeah, yeah, you could do that if you really want. Or you could just get one and keep it for a month. So, yeah. Anyway, and so I was like, so I spoke to the guy behind the counter, and there were two of them there, and I said, "So what happens?" I said, because obviously I want to transfer my stuff off, you know. Right. Um, so do I pay? You in full, and then I bring my console in once I've transferred it, and you just refund the difference. Is that how it works? And this guy went, oh, I think so, mate. And then he turns (laughs) to his his mate, man, hey, is that what happens? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I think that's what happens. Do do we work here? I know. (laughs) What is Xbox? I don't know. You've got name tag with your name on it. (laughs) So I said... It's your name, Brian. My
0: name's Brian, too. (laughs) So I said...
1: So that's definitely right, I said, so obviously I'll bring, you know, I'll pay in full, take the new one, transfer me shit, come back, I didn't actually say shit in the shop, Uh, transfer me stuff over, bring back in my Elite and you'll just refund the the, the difference. And he was like, yeah, that's right, mate. So I was like, sorted. So I pre-ordered it, then, you know, sorted. Uh, Went in on Friday to pick it up and it was, I don't know whether it was a shop manager or assistant manager or someone anyway, some dude. And I went in and I said, hiya. I've, uh, come to pick up my new 360, because I got a phone call on Wednesday saying it was, I was one of the first pre-orders, so no worries there. Uh. And he said, he then decided to do a little bit of a joke and go, oh, we're all sold out, mate. You really? know, and, yeah, and I was like, alright, oh, really? And he's like, eh, not really, yeah, what's your name? <laughs> I don't have any friends. <laughs>
2: So, just like, uh, have,
3: that's what you should have done, right? You should have laughed in his face for half an hour. I just so I just I drag it God. out. <laughs> well, uh, you're so funny. I bet you have loads of friends. You go out all the time.
1: <laughs> Do you know what? I've I've got to be careful because I told <laughs> just real. I told one of the other guys who was there about the podcast. Just maybe he's listening. <laughs> now we think you're an idiot. <laughs> anyway, anyway, but you know, maybe he'll pass on.
0: ITunes, works the
3: How do you get file from internet <laughs> onto iPad? Do you have to take it out computer? Do I have to open computer?
1: Maybe you'll be the shortest subscriber or listener ever. <laughs> like, listens to, like, ten minutes of the first. <laughs> and then just goes, no, bring on the show. So anyway. So anyway, so then I said to him, so I said, Yeah, and he said, Oh, I'll go and get it for you. And I said, um I said, So I assume I just bring in my three sixty the other one tomorrow once I've transferred the stuff off and you just read for me. No, we don't do that. <laughs> I said, Hold up. I said, oh, Hold up a minute. I said, When I came in I asked this very question, you know, because obviously I want to transfer Oh well we'll tra- we transfer it for you. We'll transfer it. Uh, Alright, so when so you're going to open my brand new Xbox, and I want to, like, get that shiny, smelly, new feeling. I don't want you opening my Sorry. Xbox, right? Yeah. And and then I said to him, well... I said, but you charge for that, don't you? Yeah, it's £5. Pounds. I said, well, I'm not paying you £5 pounds when I've got what? a cable. Why do I want to pay you £5? <laughs> so, Crazy, man. Right, so he was like, oh, I'll have to ask my manager. So then he had to go on the phone to his area manager, right, to check. And I was just like, oh, God. You know when you're like, oh, God. Um... So anyway, he eventually came back and went, well, uh, I suppose we'll have to do it. And I was like, fine. And I said, well, just to warn you, my friend's doing the same thing, right? And do you know what he said? Do you know what he said? Uh. If you tell your friend to bring your cable, because I said I'd lend me cable to him to take to do his. If you tell your friend to bring his cable, we'll do it for free. So rather than <laughs> use their own cable, right, he wants him to bring the cable I've got. And he'll do it then for free, because it's a different cable. What is Which is all... cable? Yeah. But what is all that about? Because he might as well have just use his own
3: cable. I was just like, oh, my God. Is that labour intensive to, to use one of those data transfer kits? Right. Is, it, is it worth £5 of a man's wages, or is it just oh. a, you know, a two-minute
1: job? And, anyway, he did it in the end, so I got it home, and I took it in the following morning and gave me 100 Quid back, so there was no worries in the end. But do you know when you have to argue with someone? And I'm just like, oh, oh I know. Oh, I've spent. Yeah, I
3: of know time. a little something about I, that. I've spent a lot of time in the T Mobile shops, like the not worry.
1: <laughs> I go on this podcast every week. I know exactly. I know, what Yeah, we don't argue. What are you talking about? Uh, anyway, shut up. Yes, we do. <laughs> I know, but funny. anyway, anyway, back to the actual Xbox itself. It's very, very quiet. It, I'm. I'm quite impressed at how quiet it is. It, quite impressed. Very impressed, even. Very impressed. It is, it is whispered. There is not a sound off it. Even, it's whispered quiet. Even, <laughs> even when running it from the disc, there's a very faint whirring noise, but that is really all you hear. Is
0: it like yeah, this? Huh? Well. No, well, not it even. sounds like this. It sounds, Is that quiet. It is that quiet.
1: quiet. That is absolutely true. Even when there's a game in, it doesn't seem to change. I'll tell you what though, it does kick out a lot of heat from the side where that is There is a lot of heat coming out of there. You could you could get you know a piece of bread on a fork and toast it. I reckon. No, you couldn't. (laughs) No, you probably couldn't. But it is. But it is. that hot. (laughs) But yes, I I like it a lot, and it's nice and the the touch sensitive buttons are cool. Um. And it makes a really cool sound when you turn it on. Did you say that? Yeah. Can, can, the... you, can you make the sound now? Can, just a minute. Just a minute. Let me just see. Just a sec. Just bear with me. Oh, just a minute. Did you, did you hear that? Just a minute. I'll do it again. Just bear with me. I'll put the mic next to it. Just bear with me. Just bear Here we go. For effect. Here we go. Is that it? Did you, did you hear that? I heard it. I think you have to be there, though. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, it's not great. It was like, Ooh.
1: But yes, and it does. It makes a different noise when you do the tray. It does another noise. I us not hear that one because I'm falling. just a minute, just a minute. You won't No, I'm not really. Um, but yeah, very impressed. Yeah, and and to be on all, in all honesty, it has sold a load, hasn't it? It is done really, really well. Um, cool. Sold out in the UK everywhere, and apparently it's the biggest ever launch of a revision of a console ever in the mm-hmm. UK. So it's outsold the, when they brought the Slim PS2 out. It's outsold when they brought the Slim PS3 out. Yeah. So, yeah. I think I think Dude. Microsoft can be fairly happy, and I believe it's... And Xbox, uh,
3: that won't break. Cool up. It's, <laughs> uh,
1: it's increased sales in the US by about 40%. Dude. Um, month month, I believe. But they've also sold a ton of original ones because they've dropped all those in price as well, so it's been a bit of a double whammy. Yeah. So I think... I think
3: um, JSS like has has
1: probably bought... I think he's bought an arcade now or something. Yeah. Interestingly, interestingly, God. Crackdown 2 is still at number one as well because that information along with the ex- actual. <laughs> yeah. Two weeks. A clear
3: indication of people in Britain have no idea what things well, are Well, i Well, I'll come on to it.
1: I'll come on to it because I have, I have actually finally got into that a little bit. But we'll, we'll go with you first, Ginny. What have you been up to? Crackdown 2. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't come on to it because you're going to do it now. Yeah. Um, it's, it's Crackdown 1. <laughs> No, do you
0: know I've got it a, is, have to, dude, get,
1: that, isn't it? I'm going to disagree dope. with you. I've got to disagree with you. I don't. Right. I don't think it... with
3: there's shouldn't. freaks,
0: man. It's totally different.
1: Freaks, same city,
3: lazy. Oh, it's it's still <laughs> it, it's just as much fun as the first one. You've Never played Crackdown,
1: right? I'd just say but I'd say play.
3: The no, first one. no. I, do. I,
0: shouldn't you, don't do. you agree that it should have been like ten quid less? Yeah.
1: Possibly, yeah. Possibly a more budget title, yeah. The,
3: yeah. the co-op
0: doesn't work well. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not really Should great been DLC. You Don't
1: know.
3: You don't know um, which player is which on the map. You can't even zoom out of the map all the way. You have to kind of like you have to stay zoomed in. I, I think it's
1: uh, it's a bit of a rush job, and there is a little bit. I don't mind that too much, but I wouldn't recommend people to buy the first one. I must admit. me. Oh, I do. It, no, I wouldn't because. Oh, the... I do. No, but the pro- part of the fun of that game, or the majority of the fun of that game, comes uh, from playing in co-op. And if you play that first one, you'll be on your own, pretty much. There isn't anyone still yeah, playing play it recently. It, yeah, but more, un- yeah, unless you know somebody else who you're going to play with, I wouldn't recommend doing well, it.
0: Well, you are going to play co-op with some random stranger. Hey, you, you are like to play co-op.
1: Yeah, but even then, there wouldn't be anybody playing it in (laughs) co-op. I I mean, I played with a lot of random people on the first one. Anyway,
0: talk about the game itself.
1: Uh, I like it. I've I've got to disagree
0: with you. I think it's a a joke
1: that you can pay 40 quid for that. And a lot of people have.
0: But that, especially when yeah. you would refuse to play Modern Warfare 2 because it was so expensive. No, I think there's a ton of stuff to do though. More so, really? I'm not saying just, there isn't. But is there's... it worth sixty dollars or yeah, forty quid?
3: The, the appeal of leveling up has has been lot We know what's going to happen. Like, it, yeah, it, true. I don't know what the point is of the game anymore. It's just, it's, it's just. People it's, who a like, it's a playground. It's Crackdown 1.5. Yeah, yeah nah, what? I think that would you be just fun. shoot people, you run people over, and that's it. I mean, it's fun. I'm not saying it's not fun, but there's no point to it. I don't, but the I don't big get thing it.
0: was that it was supposed to be the objectives were more than just going around killing the one guy. Which stand, Is true?
3: You stand on stuff, right? And you defend <laughs> you stuff. stand on and stuff then you and go then go then it, kill people. And then you go in a little hole and, like, defend a beacon, which is okay. Oh, dude, I
0: love beacon defense. It's a great game. It's...
1: It's a bit like the the beacon things are a little bit like a horde mode type of uh and they are. And and when you get into the some of the later yeah. ones, you get these huge, massive freaks yeah, that are cool. just
0: gigantic. And do you, you ever have to take a- any of those signal devices and then like take them back to like a main base no. or something? No, because they could they could do that. They could totally do that, and then they would call that game mode bringing home the beacon. <laughs> <That's
1: terrible. laughs> um you should have worked on my game. <laughs> but Ultra, I was playing with Ultraman Odin, and, and he's played an absolute ton of that game. He's got all of the agility orbs, all of all of the hidden orbs bar about two. In fact, I think he might have all of those.
0: It didn't take long.
1: No, well, no, I think it, it did take long. The orbs long are time. in the same place. No, they're Even
3: not. The no, they're yeah. not. So, most no, they're of not. them have. But I went on like this rig thing, and I went, "Oh, well, if there's an orb in this place, and war oh. the...
0: a lot of right? them are going to be in places where uh, it's
3: be. possible." My... Which I is think... where they
0: were in the first game. <laughs> They, but not, had no not. Months. they had nine no months to make city. this
3: game. Microsoft pushed them to make this game because they needed another game exclusive this year. they It's a rush job. It's Microsoft's fault. It's lazy. It's in the same city. It's not good enough. Because the fact that the city's now broken, like all run down and everything, it's harder to get around. The platform is frustrating. I was getting very frustrated with the platforming. It's not as much fun. To say it's a co-op game, is, I mean, look, you don't know who's who on the map. It's hard to find each other. You, you, there aren't, like what, what's so co- about it, there's nothing really that you do together. It's, it, it's actually d- difficult to stay together, let alone like work together. It, it, to me, it's just like more of the same and lazy. It's, they could have done it in a patch, they could have patched all this in you know, or DLC or whatever. It's it's lazy,
1: rush job, yeah. I possibly, right. I mean, possibly. Well, I think I th- crack 1 what is fun, and I think this is the same fun, maybe less because you know they should have at least made one more area. Well, I mean, what's interesting? I don't know how if you know how it works, but every time you complete objectives, the the agency tower at the beginning, right? It was really weird because I did try and climb it once I got to a certain agility, thinking I'd be able to get up there, and I got about halfway up, but I got to a certain point, and there was just like agility orbs hanging in mid air around the outsides of the building, kind of like-, like
0: it hadn't. They hadn't put them in a sensible spot? It was just No, they were around. just
1: like in mid-air and I went for, I went for one thinking I'd and reach they it. They rushed
0: through the process. No, no, no,
1: no. Let me finish and I'll explain <laughs> what I'm getting at. It's just just so let me finished. finish. I'm setting the scene. Let him finish! Come on, so, Jenny! So I jumped for one thinking I'd reach the water but I didn't. I just died because I just got squished at the bottom but got the agility off. <laughs> but, but what happens is as you play through the game the agency tower gets rebuilt. So where those hanging in mid air ones are, there's actually platforms that just haven't appeared yet. Uh... So eventually as you get towards the end of the game, you will you don't be able have to just die climb... every
0: time you get one of those orbs. No,
1: you just have to supposedly wait until you you get towards the end of the game before you try and climb the the agency tower. Uh... Um so there's a there's a lot of that. I mean the, the renegade orbs are a lot of fun, I have to say, chasing those all around the city and trying to Yeah, cap... they
0: were fun at the demo.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So they're, so they're quite fun. I I like it. I like it a lot. And I've I played I've played a, a good number of hours this weekend on and off with uh, Ultraman mainly. Uh, but no, I I like it. I I think people have been really harsh on it. Uh, yeah, no,
0: what's it got at Metacritic?
1: Uh, it's about seventy odd. I think it was about seventy six, seventy seven, or something like that Ouch. last time I looked. That's <laughs> Don't know what eight out of ten. I keep forgetting eight out of ten is really bad. I guess that's not too bad, but.
0: No, you see, this is, we're, we're terrible. 70, 71 is, I mean, one's not oh, bad, so, but, low, but yeah, 7, I mean, it's, compared to, you know, the first one was probably, IGN said, Crackdown 2 feels uninspired and rushed.
1: Yeah, I think it is to a certain extent, and I think they were, they, they said themselves, they just didn't have enough, they had nine months to make it in, so they didn't have enough time to put a whole new city in there. Right. But, but in all honesty, right, let's, let's be honest about this, even if they'd have put a new environment, you'd have still been doing the same stuff. Of course it is. I mean mean, that's the thing is yeah,
0: like right. I I expect that this game will be fun because it's all about just running around, getting stronger, blowing stuff up, driving through things. But that's why I'm not rushing out to buy it new. I'm definitely going to wait. That's why I didn't get Crackdown 1 new or, you know, rush out to get that very early on. Because, you know, I don't expect it'll be doing something significantly different from other sandbox games. And, I mean, it would be nice to play a co-op. And, yeah, okay, I get it later on and it'll probably not have as many people playing co-op. And that'll be a letdown. But, eh.
1: I don't know. I mean, there's a, I mean, there's something to be said for the fact that it sold so many, I suppose. You yeah, know, so. that's true. I suppose it's been a fairly good success. I don't know. I I like it. I think it's full and I think yeah. you're being overly critical of it really. I so Stu, like. how
0: many stars would you give it out of five? I,
1: I would I would give it three.
0: Uh-huh. Uh huh. And Chenny? Two. Well that's not such a big difference between the two. No, of
1: no. Okay. I,
3: would... I I just think um that but you know, if you if you if you wanted to, to experience crackdown on your own, just bought a crackdown one same thing really like it's the the same amount of fun you know the, the I would, I would collecting just the say... orbs collecting the um, you know leveling up and stuff and then
1: finding out how far you can jump and stuff
3: and then that's it you know,
1: I, I would just say though you know when you were saying about you don't have to do anything in co-op really you know um some of those beacons are way way easier when there's there's more than one person yeah, when, you're easy, protect, yeah. when you're trying to protect all sides of it it's almost impossible when you get a lot of them coming at once
3: I just think that, like Crackdown One was such a good kind of like tech demo. You know what I mean? It was a good like ground base of like, oh, okay, we've got this world, we've got this place, we've got this platforming, we've got this leveling up, but we haven't got a game. You know? So like, what do you? Just... Th-
1: I mean, let me put this here. What do you think they should have done then? What do you think they should have done?
3: Just give it more of a story, mate. I'm not a game designer, so I don't know. But give it. I, I would have liked a bit, a bit of a thicker story there. Um, so I, I, I would. The platforming to me seems a little bit frustrating because of all the angles and stuff. Take it to a different city. I would have loved a different city. Um, more abilities when I when I level up. Uh, I know, just just some way to kind of make me feel uh, easier to spot who who's who on the map. Zoom out on the map for a start. A sat nav. Give me a sat nav. Jesus. Um, just really like basic things that they're missing. Uh, you know, we've come a long way in five years since the last crack there. Or whatever it was for four years, and I, I just think that um they're basing this game on you know uh, on the success of the first one I, I don't think they can anymore we've we've come a long way, baby
1: I think to a certain extent, I agree with you, but I also think that you know the the crackdown is about dicking around that is the game and know, but given we have, you we've new, done that, done but that. they've given you new toys to dick around with they've given you extra stuff to do at I just think it's more they dicking have, around. This is, this is DLC for me. I think they could have done this in DLC. Possibly. Possibly they could have done, but they wouldn't have made as much money. So. No, they made money. I mean, it's worked for them. It's worked out quite nicely
3: for them. Yeah. But I don't think um, they, like, uh, credibility-wise, Like, oh, I don't think anybody in the know about has has really enjoyed the game. Like, they've kind of got away with it on the, the kind of uh, the sales and stuff. But For me, I, it's kind of left... A bad taste in my mouth about Crackdown. I I mean, I'm playing it, I'm still leveling up, but that's the fun, that's part of the fun, and I don't really know. The only reason I'm playing it is because I haven't had, I haven't been on my Xbox a lot, so, you know, Crackdown 2 is, you know, new and shiny, so I just think 10 minutes of collecting orbs and then I switch it off, and I've been on it about 2 or 3 times, 10 minutes ago, and that's it. That's the only reason I'm playing it, I'll I'll get rid of it. And, uh, And it was free as well. It's not mine. I didn't yeah, no,
1: I heard you say that. Yeah, but no, I, I don't know. I think you, I think you've been a bit down. I think you've been a bit down.
0: Well, we've both given our opinions. Okay. Moving what else on. have
1: you been up to, Ginny? Anything else? Any
0: other um,
3: game? Nah, nothing else really. Like that's the only game I've been
0: playing. I've been,
1: okay. Yeah. No. Duke, what have you been up to?
0: I've been playing Rock Band. We've got some uh, friends staying with us, and their kids are here. And the one kid is 8 and he's uh he's good. He's he's really jamming it out on the bass and mom's on the drums and dad's singing and um I've been playing guitar and that's a lot of fun. And the kid's obviously at a disadvantage cuz he doesn't know any of the songs. And we grew up listening to them all a million times. So uh it's not fair that he doesn't have any I mean I mean I downloaded Miley Cyrus. She's on the <laughs> I mean, we have not and I don't even know if he'd be into her. Cause uh, he's a cool kid. He's got uh, a most deaf t-shirt. Anyway, nice. uh, but the uh, the daughter, who is younger, she's four, I think, yeah, four or five, um, she's not able to really play the drums very well, but she really wants to, so we had to like switch on no-fail mode and hear the beat in your head, because if you're expecting to, and we, we play, <laughs> even played the Go-Go's, we got the beat, we don't got the beat, because there's no drums at all, it's just her whacking the sticks anywhere. Clack clack. So anyway, um yeah, you have to be able to provide your own rhythm in your own mind. Um I played Decay Part two. Yeah. Cool. yeah and that was really cool. I like it. Um, they did you know as with the first game, they did a superb job creating the mood it's very creepy it's very uh, you know they combine the visuals and the sound, and there's suddenly this loud noise and there's unsettling imagery and they've done really good things with um, you know like okay, so this one takes place in this building that's got like four levels on the elevator, but you go up to one level and then you come back down and you think you've seen everything there is to see on that floor, and then you realize that something has changed, so that's cool. Um, and there's, you know, like they'll, they'll twist one thing or they'll put something new in the room. And, uh, so they, they do a lot with working to use the space that they have in a lot of creative ways, which I really like. I do think they're being too stingy with the story so far. Yeah, it's, oh. it's a
1: difficult, you know, I was looking at the, you know, I was thinking 240 points, you know, did you, can I, can I ask, did you play the demo, or did you just play No, buy no, it?
0: no, I figured I was, you know, I, I yeah, like the first one enough, I'm just, and you know, yeah. I really, at this point, like, I'm in, I want to know what's going on, Too enough, right. so that I'll just, yeah. you know, play it, but I felt like it didn't tell us anything we didn't know from the first one. And it was just like, I mean, there's obviously one thing that's different, but I, I was frustrated. I was like, I don't get anything new out of this. because I, like, I don't feel like I'm any closer to knowing what's going on. And I feel like it's, ooh, kind of mysterious. And I'm curious, but I'm also not holding my breath for something amazing in terms of the story. You know, I've, I mean? I've
1: got to say, I thought that the first one gave us a bit more story, really, with the newspaper yeah. clippings. And, so, and right, the second right. one feels a bit like a link between yeah. this and whatever's coming. Do we because... know how many there are going to be? Ah, well, later on, we have got an email off uh. We've lots of questions that we have, so I'm going to read that out instead of a quiz tonight. And we'll okay, so a... I'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I've got lots of sort of answers for us. Getting
0: the... ahead of myself. I can't I help myself. Um, I just don't know sometimes.
1: But the last puzzle I thought was excellent i've got to say yeah, the last no. one
0: was good and, and uh, i liked the you know the, the music puzzle that you were talking about last time i thought that was good and i didn't have to play it out on some keyboard like a noob
1: i know but i kept thinking this the starting note was the same as the ending note and it wasn't and i could no. think that doesn't sound right there's something wrong with that <laughs> yeah.
0: it's uh, you know and that's a good you know structure to do and um yeah I, I liked it i you know and you have to do sort of puzzles on the way to get puzzles and things and Um, yeah, like, it always, you know, just when I felt like I had done everything I could possibly do... There was something else that I remembered. Oh, wait. And the other thing I realized about the game and that I think it makes it really good is when I started playing it, I was like, okay, I'm not going to need to write anything down. This world is small enough that I won't know. It's like I was, I felt like I was keeping everything in my brain well enough. And then they added one more thing, and I was like, all right, I'm going to have to write stuff down because I'm not going to remember all this stuff. No, we have to. you definitely have to write stuff down. I mean there was things you had to write down in terms of the numbers. But yeah. I felt like in terms of like where I had been and what I had, like, okay, I don't need to write stuff down and I'm like oh wait then there's this thing on the floor and I'll have to come back to that and all this other stuff so um but yeah I thought it was really good and I really had a good time with it so yay bring on part 3 hurry up make it quick yeah no
1: I and, would agree it's good yes. very good
0: yes and the other big news is that I prestige baby yeah, yeah. so that was
1: exciting so what what what's out now how many uh fourth prestige and how many is it 10
0: yeah they're 10 <laughs> Why do you do it to yourself? It's fun. You it's, it's, it's satisfying. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. Uh, it's sad and it's wacky. So all at the same definitely, time. Definitely sad. I also any, like any, explaining to people, how, you know. I'm anything else? Precision. What is that? Uh, any, anything else you've been playing? Uh, little FIFA, little uh, Castle Crashers. Because the kid – see, that's the other thing, is that – I I have a lot of um, – I mean, I've always had respect for people who are parents because I know it takes a lot of patience. But I have a new appreciation for how difficult it can be as a parent to play games because I had to get up at like 5 a.m. to play Modern Warfare 2 before the kids got up because I can't be playing that while they're in the room. And they're going to be in the room because it's the shiny box with colors. So, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I uh, – I, one more reason I'm not having kids. There you go. Easy you as that. Ever. You're um, never going to have kids. Nope. I got 125 kids every day during the school year. Aww. That's all I need. Ryan, Stu, what have you been playing? Yeah. Besides crackdown. Uh, Monkey
1: Island 2. I, oh, yeah. Uh, I, purchased. I purchased it last week, but I haven't really. And I still haven't got a massive way into it, I have to say. But I like it. I like, the obviously, the modern graphics again. Um, do you know what's really funny? You know, you you click that back button, which obviously takes you automatically into what it used to look like on the Commodore Amiga, right. and yeah. you think, "Oh my god, I remember thinking this looked great." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's all that about? <laughs> it is it is really weird now seeing the the old versus the new, and they've also implemented with the you know they obviously released the secrets of Monkey Island. This one's obviously Monkey Island Two, uh, The Revenge of LeChuck, or LeChuck's Revenge. Um, and they've they've implemented a new system now for so you don't have to point and click anymore. You actually you, you actually control the guy guy brush by actually just moving him around in the area and then the uh, right thumbstick uh, does the point and clicking stuff which is and it works really really well. So you use left thumbstick to move him around and the right one to highlight and talk to people or you know pick up items. And yeah. yeah, you just you just use your your right trigger to pick stuff up or talk or choose what you want to do. And you left Trigger for accessing your inventory, what you've actually picked up and how to, you know, if you want to combine, use, or do whatever with the stuff you picked up. But, yeah, I really, really like it. I think it's really good. I'm going to get into that when I've got time to put a bit more time in. And the hint system works as well, as always. So if you do get a bit stuck, you just hold down the X button and it'll give you a hint as to what you need to do next. Cool. So that's cool. And the game I've been playing an absolute ton of is uh, Death's Bank. Uh, oh,
0: yeah, huh? I, I just- downloaded the demo, but I haven't played it yet. What
1: was interesting? Okay, I'd sort of read quite a bit about this before it, prior to it coming out. I thought, ah, oh, sounds like my kind of thing—Diablo-esque, tongue-in-cheek, yeah. you know, sort of, you know, collect loads of loot, do loads of little quests, or you know, tons of messing around. And I'm saving my points. I've got about a thousand eight hundred points left on my Microsoft account, but I'm saving those for Limbo, uh, right. which is obviously coming when, when does that come out? That's this week. So oh boy! Those limbo's this week, and I'm also saving them for probably Lara Croft. I would have thought is the other game I'll probably buy out for the summer. You're a soft spot for Lara. I just, I have. I have. So you know you
0: can buy more, right?
1: I know. Now, interestingly, there's no demo on the on the PlayStation Network, so there was no demo for Death Spang. But I thought uh, ten quid as well. Ten pounds it is. Ten pounds yeah. so far. I'm just going to buy it. So I just bought it on the, you know, without actually playing it at all. <gasps> I know, I know. Because you're always a bit worried when you do that, aren't you? Yeah. Like, uh... But it's from Gilbert, you know, did the original Monkey Island, so I've got faith uh, that it would do a good game. Um, but it's really fantastic. I love it. I think it's yes. up... I think it's absolutely fantastic fun. Yeah, yeah. And it's a game. I played with my daughter in co-op. And she, so I t- well, I'm, I know you you'll like it too because there's a lot of poo jokes in there. There, there <laughs> is. You, you actually get a hammer of poop bashing or something like that. It's called. And <laughs> oh one of the goodness. one one of the quests, you have to go and get a uh, demon imp uh, poo, basically for a farmer to to put on his fields. And he gives oh, you this
0: sounds like game of the mess. year.
1: And he gives you a special hammer, and you whack them with the hammer, and poo comes out of them, <laughs> and then you pick up the poo and take it back. So. The game for Stu. It's a game that was designed by the Princeton
0: PhDs of biochemistry.
1: Indeed, indeed. Yes. Um I've gotta say though, the co op doesn't work brilliantly well. It's it's sort of uh, local only. Local only, but it's very much like Fable Two in the in the way that it works. Yeah. So basically the main player is Death Spank, which is the with his uh was it flashing purple thong of power? <laughs> Something yeah. is what he was, and uh, yeah. So basically, the main player, player and the the second player plays as a wizard. So you play as a wizard, so you can heal Deathspank when he's fighting while he's going along. So it's a bit like a medic. Uh, you can also cast spells that obviously helps to kill things. Um, you can do this weird thing where you 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 make a double of yourself. Is another spell you can do and then that sort of fights on your behalf. Yes. Um and what's the other one? There's one more thing. There's there's four things you can do. I'm trying to remember what they were. So you can heal, you can do this, you can do there. Oh, and fire. You can do a fire spell. So you can sort of set stuff on fire. Um but it's very much you're tethered to the main player. If they get, if they sort of go lower than a bit of your screen and you're on a bit of scenery, you get stuck. So you have to tell them to come back up again, so you can get around the scenery. There's a lot of issues with the call, but it works okay. It was all right. It was all right. But watching my daughter laugh at the poop stuff, you know, sort of getting the your daughter. Do you know what I mean you? Yeah, me too. I could
3: picture it. Just way. your your daughter, who's eight, yeah, going. Grow up, Dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True you know, but it,
1: it it is all about the loot. It's about everything you pick up when you beat stuff. It really is. loot. Yeah, yeah. You get a sort of, for instance, one of the first weapons you pick up near the beginning is the fist of super bashing, um, which is basically an arm on the end of a stick with a fist on the end. Then you go around hitting stuff with it. I it, got it, that we, in Fallout Three. Yeah,
0: yeah. Power fist. Did you? There you go. Well, it's a power fist is a metal fist. Oh well, there
1: you go. There you go. Um, th- there's all sorts of. There's a there's a chicken cannon, which we got chicken cannon. And you basically shoot out four chickens that attack the enemies. Uh, this
0: sounds more like Fable Two every time you talk it about is, it.
1: It's a little bit. It reminded me more of uh, uh, probably a bit of Fable Two, but it also reminded me of Overlord a lot. I think it was more like it ran me more of Overlord in its yeah. in its comedy elements. Uh, but yeah, all the voices are like those typical. All right, what you're doing? So it's very sort of english and northern and sort of very strong accents for all the all the characters um but yeah no i i really really liked it i thought it was uh it was very cool and you get a justice meter so you get special weapons that glow purple when you fill you fill the justice meter as you bash stuff and kill it and then you do like a super attack when your justice meter is full with special weapons uh, but it's good, really, really good. Definitely recommend it if you want to play something with a kid or just play on your own because it is a lot of fun and some of the dialogue is very funny. And uh, a little bit near the knuckle for my daughter, there was a couple of things. You know, <laughs> the farmer tells you you've got to literally beat the crap out of something with the poop basher. Yeah, uh, and I was like, my daughter's looking at me like, "Yeah, just ignore that." bit.
3: <laughs> is this okay to to say at school, Daddy? Hey,
1: crap. Um, but yeah, that and and that was about it for me really. So that's about it for games we've been up to this week i think isn't it i have got singularity yeah. here so but i haven't have you not played that yet No, yeah, no multiplayer
3: okay. we were talking about last week about multiplayer yeah right uh, multiplayer pretty fun I yeah it, said. it was, yeah. Good. Multiplayer was really good
1: uh, yeah it was good sorry <laughs> there you go but in, in like a month's time will anyone still be playing it that's the question oh
3: no no i mean like i mean it's good for a couple of weeks you know I, i'm there's no way it's going to overtake like Modern Warfare and stuff. But that that's still not saying, you know, it's bad or anything. It's, it's enjoyable. I, I, I like it. And I haven't come across as a dickhead on there. Not once. Really? No. Huh.
1: That's because we're all playing Modern Warfare 2, no doubt. Uh... Duke, everybody. Right, Duke.
0: <laughs> um... Yay, Modern Warfare 2. Yeah.
1: What, what is that? Duke?
0: You were going to say my name.
1: Yeah, Duke. Saying dickheads playing Modern Warfare 2. Duke. Anyway, ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> um... <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So I think we need to do the indie pick. So let's do that. And when we come back, we'll have a little talk
2: about that. Indie game review. Review. This is Michael Quigley, also known as Quanrian on Xbox Live. This week, I am going to be looking at the grand prize winner of the dream build and play competition Lumi. and just real quick i'm just going to go through the winners because i never got around to doing this and uh Lumi did take the grand prize and funny enough several of these games that won the competition we've actually all looked at and uh for the most part we've all gotten um relatively you know positive outlooks from from the guys on the podcast so I just thought I'd rattle through these real quick. As I said, Lumi is the grand prize winner, which means they won 40000 and an opportunity to get published, you know, on the Xbox Arcade. So definitely keep that in mind. The second prize was Aries, which we have not seen yet. Third prize was just done this past week. Uh, Prismatic, Solid, and fourth place, Duke may remember, is Beat Hazard. So yeah, that's a little bit quick wrap up of the Dream, Play to, uh, Dream Build and Play winners. So yeah, it's kind of interesting that we've checked all of these games out by now. So, uh, well, with the exception of Aries, but I, I do absolutely look forward to seeing that because it is the second prize winner. And now uh, on to the game. And uh, yeah, Lumi is... It's a little hard to describe the way the gameplay in this works. I've probably heard the best summation of this game is probably a little bit more like pinball... Um, there are some other games that have used similar mechanics, but basically, this game revolves around duality and magnetism. And, uh, it probably has one of the simplest yet complicated control schemes I've played in a while because you, you're basically tethering yourself through, through magnetic forces to one of two colored fears of influence and you automatically rotate around these and so you're essentially swinging around it and when you release you're pushing off of it and you can actually use the opposing force to push yourself off a bit harder so you're using the triggers here and it, it does take quite a bit of coordination so this game has an absolute learning curve and it does to be fair give you the beginning of the game to get used to it there's no real threats there and it you know it tells you what to look out for and it tells you all the basic stuff and it's really really important to get used to the polarity aspect of this game because it it plays a major role from beginning to end and once you get past that first level pretty much kiss any help goodbye it's not going to tell you anything else it's pretty much up to you to figure everything else out and i actually rewatched the introduction and there's actually a hint in the introduction on how to kill one of the enemies which I, I didn't actually notice until I watched it the second time so it's it's a clever little it's a clever little game and uh, at the same time it's really not that little this is actually a fairly good sized game but it's not a terribly long game and this game is actually completely hand drawn every part of the level is hand drawn so there is no part of the level that uh, that looks recycled everything looks like it was hand-drawn and had all the collision detection uh, custom done. So it looks fantastic. This is an absolutely beautiful game. And uh, yeah, pretty much all the mechanics revolve around the magnetism. And not just gripping these little little spheres. You're actually going along these rails and launching yourself off of them. And you're using it to reflect back these bullets that are shot at you as well. Which is something that's not going to be immediately apparent. That if you... Use the opposite color of the bullet coming at you, it will reflect it back. And that took me a while to figure out, to be honest. So, this is definitely not a game that someone's going to go right in and be like, Well, I'm going to figure this whole game out. Because if they did, they might get through it easier. But honestly, this game probably could have used a few more levels, maybe a level that introduced each new enemy type uh, as they were. Coming into the game to kind of ease the player into it, so this game absolutely does not hold your hand. Absolutely gorgeous game, really solid gameplay mechanics, amazing intro and outro, uh, really high just uh, production values on this game. It's just fantastic this is really up and and above what I would love to see more of on the indie game service, but honestly, we're going to see very few of these types of games, because I just don't see people investing this much time and money into a project, and then selling it for a cap of five dollars, it's just not very likely. Now, I do think this would probably sell a lot more to 40, without a doubt, so the four, the uh, 400 points for this game is definitely pushing it, but uh, it is definitely worth checking out, uh, just because it's such a gorgeous game, and I think this might actually appeal to some people, even though I gotta warn you that the difficulty on this is insanely hard. Get up to the fourth level, and you just might throw down your controller and be just like, that's it, I'm done, and have to come back to it later.
0: Okay then, Jude, what did you think? Um, You know what? I did put the controller down and I said, these controls are stupid and I'm not going to go back to it later. I mean, maybe I will, but I feel like everybody recognizes that the game mechanic, the controls are a little flawed. And I think it should have been ironed out before it got released because uh, it's not like I thought it was atrocious, but I just couldn't be bothered to stick with it long enough to really master it. And, I felt like it should launch you further when you let go, and instead it just sort of boosts you up a little bit. And you know, maybe I didn't learn enough to, because you know, I suppose you know the way Quanran's talking. You really have to play with it in order to get the polarity. And when you leave one, you got to draw toward the other, and all that. And I, I felt like I did everything I could in that regard, but maybe I didn't do it well enough. Can but, I can I ask you a it's question? So frustrating. The controls. <laughs> We're frustrating enough to get in the way of everything else that is. Can really I can awesome I ask you a question? Can I ask, did you ever play with magnets as a kid? Yes, I played with magnets Be, because that sadly, really.
1: really, yeah, because that really.
3: I had Ghostbusters. I didn't Buster. have any
0: friends, so I had my I had best Ghost, friends from so I had
3: the Ghostbuster tower thing, and you put gudge <laughs> in the middle, and you are, like, brilliant. But if you think magnets, how, no, hallelujah. my dad
0: just came home with magnets from the factory and said, "Here, play with these." <laughs>
1: if, if you think how magnets work, that's how this game works. and If you. If you use that, then you'll realize how to yes, play okay. the game.
0: That's as may be. I shouldn't have to have a friend tell me, hey, think of them like magnets. The game should be self-contained enough to help me understand that in the game. Uh, And like I said, or I was trying to say before Stu started interrupting with his question about magnets, there's a lot in the game that is magnificent and wonderful, and the graphics are awesome, and the menus are clean and crisp, and the sound is beautiful and ethereal, and the music was nice, but the controls were, you know, I'm not going to say they're atrocious, but they were uncomfortable and frustrating enough so that I stopped playing it, and I don't expect to go back. Sorry.
1: Fair enough. Uh, Tinny, what do you think?
0: Uh, I was struggling with the controls as well. Like the 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 art in
3: this game, it's such a good looking game, um, uh, and it's nice to see. So you know, someone push uh, what an indie game should look like, uh, and I totally respect this game for that. But I was just struggling to to kind of get through it. I, I again, you know, maybe it's because me and Duke are just stupid, but th- that's a problem. Yeah, you know, it's it's it's, uh, it, it, it's okay. It doesn't tell you enough. Um really addressed that that you know he kind of, it doesn't it doesn 't tell you how everything works and uh, you know that that 's probably not what i 'm getting at It's at least hint at it or should I do something i i don 't know I just found that i didn 't really know what I was doing, and it wasn 't clear i mean you you had to explain to me that if you hold the left trigger and then hold the right trigger, you shoot off, and then I wouldn 't have got past the first part of the the, the second level if it wasn 't for you know if i wasn 't talking to you at the same time and I want to switch it off straight there. So a, a lot of people who don't, you know, the indie games don't get downloaded a lot as much as arcade games, but the, the few people that do download it are going to get stuck on that second level and just going to go, pfft, never going to play that again. Yeah, it's a problem. It's it's an issue, and I think it needs to be addressed. I, I wanted to like it. I, wanted, I, I think they could do a better job with the controls. Even if you just hold the left trigger and press A to jump instead of pressing the other trigger, that makes more sense. Um... i i I don't know but the way it looks i mean it's it's one of the best looking indie games out there i'm I'm just not gonna buy it because it it just wasn't fun to play it was nice to look at
1: i i have to you know weirdly i disagree with both of you because i think these controls work perfectly well once you know how to use them once you work out because i'll be honest with you i was exactly the same when i first started playing the game i was like huh this isn't good you can't get far enough and you're sort of you're so conditioned into doing the especially with where you're sort of clinging to something then you spin off it and you press a jump button to go a bit further and it doesn't make any difference you just drop off the side of it and i'm like well why is this not working uh. and i got through the first level sort of just muddled through it and didn't really you know work that out got to the second level and then i played it and i was like oh this is rubbish i can't even get out of this bottom bit here and, uh, it's rubbish yep. And, and then I sort of turned it off, and then I came back to it today and had another go of it. And what's cool, you can continue even on the demo, so you sort of can go back and continue from wherever you got up to. So if you make it through a level, you can continue from that level. So if you- Yes, if you, that is cool, I'm not gonna argue that. Yeah. If you do a speedrun and you manage to get through a level quickly, you can get, you know, get through to the next level and, you know, keep playing it. Um, but yeah, once you work out that, say, for instance, if you're holding on with a blue onto a blue one, to to propel yourself off, you, you hold the other trigger and do the red, and it obviously propels you away from it at a, at a great speed as well, so you're not just sort of slow. And once you get the hang of that, it's, it, it reminded me, and this is going to sound like a really weird comparison, but it reminded me of Mirror's Edge to a certain extent, in so much as with Mirror's Edge, when you didn't get it right, it was horrible and sort of it didn't flow at all. With this, it's, it's pretty much the same. When you suddenly get it, get it right one after the other, it really flows, you know, going from yeah. one to another. Look, well,
0: I be, was endlessly problem... frustrated with the controls on Mirror's Edge, I guess. That's... Yeah, a
3: big problem with Mirror's Edge is that it was more frustrating than fun.
1: Yeah. But I think this is easy... <laughs> it's probably a bit of a, not the best comparison, but it reminded me of that. Once you understand how to do the controls, although Mirror's Edge was a little bit more unforgiving than this. I'll be too... <laughs>
0: Stu, don't you agree that this is a problem, that it took you that long to get to that understanding and that it should have... Yeah,
1: I mean... In all honesty, I found it by accident because I just happened to press it when I was getting all like, oh, what am I doing here? And I pressed the other trigger and then I suddenly shot off from what I was on and then it suddenly dawned on me. Well, but once I'd realised that, I was fine after that, you know, and I just, uh, you know, and I got to the end of the second level without any issues. And it's got that flower moment, you know, where you have you filled up the meters on the plants? Where you turn it off
0: and you're like, meh.
1: No, no, no. Have you filled up the meters on the plants? Oh, yeah. no when you fill up a meter, it it explodes, and the, that that yeah. area of the map, just, like, colour to the up. area and stuff. Yeah, it's really it's got those reward moments in there. I I really liked it a lot, and and I would have bought it had I not been saving me points for Limbo this week. So I would have bought it. I would have definitely bought it, but I'm unfortunately saving up for Limbo, so I didn't. You know,
3: you can buy more points,
1: right? I know, but then I've got to get a card because I don't put my credit card details on and. Uh... But yes, I was. Oh, so but yes, I really, really liked it a lot. And I think it's a really good game. And yeah, I can't emphasise enough how to control it to people. Because if you go like Duke said, or Chinee, if you go and play this and have no idea what you're doing, you're gonna hate it. Because you, you, just know, you shouldn't. The- you shouldn't be doing that, though.
3: You should agree no. with that. Like, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be going play this game. But let me explain how it works. <laughs> you know, you can't do that. Like these days, I'm talking about. Mr. Mr. Joe Average, who sits there, and goes,
0: I'm going to download an indie game,
3: right? And he downloads, he downsize Especially this when he hears,
0: "This is the best indie game that came out this year." Yeah, yeah.
3: And he's like, "I'm stuck on the second level. Where's Modern Warfare?" You know, like it's just you got you got to sell it. You got to sell it, and it doesn't sell it very well in the demo, right?
1: Yeah, I agree. I do agree with you both. I, I don't, I don't think. I think it's a bit unfair to say the controls don't work because they do work. If you just don't know I mean, how. Right. to I'll, work I'll give
3: it another <laughs> go. I'll give it another go. But I, I, I just. As a demo, does, it doesn't do a great job yep. of selling it to me. Like, I, I instantly, when I got stuck, I just want to put it down. I was like, this is rubbish. And then you said, you know, do this thing with the left trigger." And I was like, well, I shouldn't have to find out through somebody else. You know, you, the game should be telling me these things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's, such, a, that's yeah. such a key part of getting through the game. It should be taught. You know, like when there's other things where, like, that are a little bit slow, you know, like a, a smaller game mechanic that helps you, <laughs> that you learn... Not, not, and, and you're not told, that doesn't play a big part in the game, that's fine. You don't have to tell me that. I'll work that out for myself. But this, this whole left trigger, right trigger thing to flick off a circle, You know, I need to be told that because I won't get through the game otherwise.
1: And it's fundamental. It is fundamental yeah. completing the levels. Without it, you couldn't do it. You know, but it's, it's cool. I, I liked it a lot, and it's just a shame, like you say, that most people will try it, and then because they don't understand the controls, they just go, huh. Although, know, again, hey, I think it's hey, about.
0: Stu, you mentioned magnets, and the guy who made the game said, We had whiteboards with magnets we were used to pin the task that we were assigned to us while working at this former studio. While playing with those magnets, we started imagining a game based on magnetism. That was the beginning of Lumi. So there you go. You, you and you me, go. man. You're just like.
1: On the same wavelength, there same
0: you know. magnetic order. N- n-
1: it's good. No, I think, and yeah, it is beautiful. It's one of the best. It is very beautiful. The- There's no doubt. It that. Yeah. And and like even those when it lights up, it's like wow, that's cool. Um, okay, moving on, moving on. Um, and we're gonna stick with Quamrian. We're gonna stick with Quamrian for the next part of the show. Oh. Um, I love this show, <laughs> I know, all about the queue. It's all about it's the stick- queue. Um, basically, he put up a little post in the forums, and it it got me thinking a little bit. You go. Oh, no. That's um, always a dangerous thing. I know. And basically, what he put up was uh, the pretentious gamer. Mm. So basically, what this is what he said, and let's let's have a chatter about this and see what you think. So he said, he recently watched a review for the game Naughty Burr, and the reviewer made a fairly dramatic point of claiming there were a lot of pretentious gamers out there. Now, I've thought about this for a while, and the more Three I look weeks. around at reviews, uh, the more I find reviewers looking for things wrong in games, Uh, like a man with a hammer punching holes in the wall to test stability. Personally, I've always been in awe of video games and what a designer could accomplish. Clearly, the masses are not nearly as in awe, or often have little understanding of what actually goes into designing a game. So my question is, are people spending too much time figuring out why a game is horrible, or rubbish, often by exaggerating, instead of finding ways to enjoy the game? I know I'm guilty of this myself, and when I see the opposite and everyone is claiming a game is the greatest thing since sliced bread without actually evaluating the flaws. However, what I think it boils down to is that claims are made that a game will be awful uh, in experience or a great experience for everyone. Additionally, personal bias plays a large part uh, or a large role in reviews and opinions that does not absolutely define every single gamer out there. It is so hard for a person to say... Well I do not like this game because of these reasons but I do have a bias against this type of gameplay and that is why I feel this way you may feel differently so what does make people forget that a review is actually is supposed uh, to exclude personal bias instead of being dominated by it so that was all a bit wordy and yeah it was a bit pretentious that actually but <laughs> but basically what he's saying in a nutshell is are we too busy looking for the bad points of games rather than looking for the good points in games or being more balanced in our opinions of of games in general and do we think professional reviewers don't do a very good job of it
0: i think sometimes they do i mean look here's the thing i don't know if i put a lot of I, you know okay i put truck in professional game reviews because i i trust those sources more than i trust bobs reviews because I don't, you know, especially if I don't know Bob, if I know Bob, you know, I'm going to say, okay, what does he like and what do I, you know, what do I like and do those two things match and yada, yada, yada. But I think that the things that are most valuable to me is when people say, if you like this game, you'll like this other game. You know, they can make some comparison to me and they can explain what they liked about the game and what they didn't. Because every person is going to have those personal biases and there's no way to completely eliminate those from a review. That's just not possible to say Tim- – there's no bias in my review. Right,
1: I've got an no? example here from Eurogamer. Okay. So this was the review of Deathspank. Okay, so this is what they thought about it. Um, and he started his review by saying, there's a lot of crap in Death's Bank." Ah. I've counted three separate fecal inventory items, two other items that cause enemies to pinch off swirled comedy loaves, and innumerable references to bodily excretions. It's perhaps a little bit more base than people might expect coming from Ron Gilbert, Monkey Island was irreverent and often less than conceptual in its humour, but it never really resorted to full-on toilet antics. Conversely, Deathspank reveals in the smuttiness of its approach, and it's this which seems to divide its potential audience. That is not to say it isn't amusing. I found a few chuckles during the expansive script that accompanies the 15 or so hours of the busy quest log. But I can't help feel I'm not really part of Death Spank's target audience. Although, bear in mind, I'm also sort of grumpy, who only laughed twice during Hot Tub Time Machine. So basically, this guy's going to do a review, but he's already said he doesn't particularly like this game, and it's not really his sort of game anyway. So why is he reviewing it? No,
0: no, 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 no. He's saying that this sort of humor doesn't appeal to him. Which is fine. I, you know, it doesn't really appeal to me all that much either. So in a way, that review is very helpful to me because it lets me know that that kind of humor is paramount. Now, when you talked about it, Stu, you also indicated that that kind of humor was, you know, heavily part of the game, which is great. But you because, loved
1: it.
3: I loved it. You love it.
0: And that's fine. The point is that in either case, I'm looking to get information about the game. I'll be honest with you. Most of the time when I read a review or I hear somebody talking about a game, I'm much less interested in hearing whether they liked it or not than I am in hearing reasons why. Because what I most want out of their review is information so that I can decide if I'm going to like it or not.
1: I sort of agree, but I think he's already saying he's grumpy anyway. So he's sort of, he's already saying I'm I'm not in the best mood to do a review anyway. But I'm going to go ahead and sort of... Say so like this he game.
0: He's not a review person.
1: Yeah. Much he... Well, I don't know. I just feel sometimes as well reviewers do reviews of games that they don't particularly like, or it's not their genre. It'd be like me doing a review of a racing game, you know, because yeah, I don't particularly fair. like those sorts of games. So why would I even do a review? I think.
3: Of- I think. Well, Naughty Bear's a difficult one, and Death Bank is a difficult one um, because Death Bank is kind of like a mix of, you know, a different part of games and it's an arcade game so he could be a guy who usually does arcade games um, and not RPGs and stuff and adventure games, it could be a guy who likes RPGs but doesn't like toilet humour, you know, it's just I mean he goes from the start, he shoots from the start saying he, I, I'm sure he's, well I'm not sure but I, I I bet he's a guy who likes RPGs and that's probably why he's played it, but at the same time he has to he has to clearly say like, this is not my humour, so the, that's what I'm going to knock it on if this is your game, we're going nuts. That's where I'm getting from that
1: review. Yeah. Yeah, I, d- I don't know. I d- but, that, I mean, that's just a very small example. It's just something I came across this week when I was looking what people thought of Deathspank. And I was like, oh. Huh. Because, you know, I was just thought well, that's quite interesting. I mean, a lot of people have said it's, it's sort of light in its Diablo-esque feel and, and yeah. all those sorts of things, which is fine. Um, I've got a lot of good reviews. Where it. yeah.
3: again, it's it's. I, I mean, it's difficult to to eliminate bias, and I don't. I, I think they right in a way you can't. It's just impossible to I- eliminate bias. But you got to remember that it, when when I, I trust professional reviewers because, like that one that you read out. I mean, he he openly admits that that's not his humour, and that's why he doesn't enjoy it. It's because he doesn't he doesn't really like that and. I don't take that as like, oh, I'm going to believe, I'm going to not enjoy it because he said so. I'm going to take that as well. If I like poop jokes, then then I'll, I'll probably enjoy it because he's not slating the game. He's slighting he's not slating like the mechanics of the game. From the sounds of it, he's slating.
1: In all honesty, I've come across about, you know, I mean, there is the poop joke because he is quite funny, but there's that is the only poop joke I've come across out of playing it for about three or four hours. Yeah. You know, it's, so yeah, there it's, is. It's not like every other joke is a poop yeah. joke.
3: I've I've heard because I mean humor difficult in games. There's, I've got to oh there's an article somewhere about humor in games, but it's it's a difficult thing, and I I think that we're not quite there yet. I think Portal does a great job of humor, but like, you know that that kind of self awareness of games, like when when a when a game breaks the fourth wall to 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 make a joke, you know what I mean. Like I I believe that the character in the game DeathSpank he's called makes a lot of jokes about you know loot and like leveling up makes me feel good or something like that, you know. um... So it, I think humor is just a just kind of like a, a well, it's a personal thing as well. It's, isn't it? Yeah, it's, I mean it's it's so you know subjective and stuff. So uh, and I just think in games it's, it's very difficult to do, and I, I think developers are still learning how to do it.
1: I mean the other the other example I gave, I was listening to the One Up Four Guys podcast the other week, and or Four Guys One Up or in this thread or whatever, yeah, whatever it's called now. Um, and there's one of the hosts who had been playing Lego Harry Potter and quite liked it. But then the other three hosts just berated him about it, even though none of them had played it. You know, and I was just like, that's... Do you know what I mean? And they made it... in the end, he barely talked about it because he didn't almost dare say anything. You know, because they were just sort of taking the mickey out of him and saying it was the same as all the other Lego games. And I, I was just like, I just felt a bit sorry for him, I must admit, you know, when I heard them doing that. Because I was just like, you know, it wasn't very balanced. Is it he was... your friend?
2: Is no. he your Harry Potter friend? Your but leg, you... old friend.
1: No, but do you understand what I mean? It's just that anybody who watches in between has just got that, except for you. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: old oh, friend!
1: I don't. So what do you think about, you know, reviewers always looking for the bad things in games or trying to find well, ways I... of putting them down all the time?
0: I think there's something to be said for people who have insanely high expectations. Mm-hmm. And that's fair, because I think that, yeah, you know, we, we you know, I think... I agree with Quan Rian that there's a lot you know we have to give credit to people who you know game developers who work so hard on games and 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 you know have work hard to come up with something that is truly remarkable. I mean most of the games that come out now are really impressive in terms of their graphics and their sound and you know the level of work that's put into them. However, I also feel that the purpose of a criticism you know the a critical review of a game is to uh Talk about the things that may not be perfect about it, you know. And I think those are important for people to know, especially in terms of giving consumers information about, look, if this thing bothers you, if pop-in bothers you, then you should know that this game has a lot of pop-in. And that's important because we need to know... I mean, you know that, thats why I want people to review games for me, is so that I can get a sense of what's out there and what I should or should not spend my money on. And if that hurts developers' feelings, well, I don't know.
1: You see, I thought I did give this a lot of thought because we do the indie games every week, mm-hmm. and, and and sometimes
0: slating
1: Crackdown too. And well. and we've been slating Crackdown too as well. I have. Not you. Yeah, you not have. me so much, but you—you you have. And you, you sort of, I, I suppose you do forget how much time and effort yeah. that people might have put into these games, however small they are. I it's pretentious of us to go, "Oh, this game's stupid, and it's really difficult to make, we couldn't do it. But, you know, at the end of the
3: day, we, we are the people that buy this game. We, I'm trying to, you know, if people share the same opinion as me, you know, a lot of the time, it's like, you know, Duke, you, you and I have a quite, quite a similar taste in games. Yeah. Um and, I, I, and, and Stu's quite, you know, different in some games. If I said to Duke, it's a lot like Crackdown 1, Crackdown 2 is, you know, whatever. He, he'll probably save his money and get it when it's cheaper. And it's
1: important, I think. You, you don't want to waste your money. No, I mean, I again, I don't disagree with, with that, I think that is true, but I think we are quick to criticise games, and I think we're spoiled as well, I think... Oh yeah, we are, we're totally spoiled, there. We are, and it, I mean, interestingly enough, interestingly enough, when Duke said, oh, what, is, what score did he get at Metacritic, and I was like, oh, I don't know, 76 when I last time I looked, and it was still, so it's still a 7 out of 10, but to Duke, that was like, huh, it's only 7 out of 10. You know, so that's like, 7 out of 10 is just terrible. <laughs> no, I think I 7 out of 10 for
3: me is a good game, I think. But It, it, isn't it
0: is. In I guess, you know, I don't know, for me, 7 out of 10 on a AAA game that I've been hearing a lot of people talk about and that Microsoft has been promoing like crazy, that's what's surprising to me. I don't think it's ever been touted as
1: a A title. I don't think that's ever been put against it, to be honest. Maybe that's
0: just my perception.
1: Yeah, I don't... I it, don't. Crackdown
3: 2, though, I, I don't blame the developers. I'm sure the developers worked hard. In fact, they yeah. made that game in nine months, so I've got total respect for Ruffian Games. It's Microsoft that I've got a problem with. I think Microsoft really needed Crackdown 2 this year, and they needed it to be out in the summer because if it came out in the fall, it would have got eaten up. Um, uh, and I, I just think it's a rush job, and it's Microsoft's fault.
1: But in all in all honesty, that benefits Ruffian Games as well, doesn't it? Because oh, they they make, you know their profits depend on how many copies they sell.
3: Yeah, and they've had to get it out quick, so yeah. that, that means more money quickly. So hopefully yeah. their next game will they'll take a bit of time. I hope they want to do Crackdown three. I hope they will do something different. Um, and that, that there's also like that this crazy thing of you know that's a new studio, you know, yeah. Um, that's a, that's their first game. Yes, they worked on on Crackdown one. Um, so I'm sure they know each other and, and stuff, so, but they they've had a lot of t- a lot of uh, other things to worry about, you know. They're just getting set up and stuff, and uh, and I think I, I think they'll do a better job in their next game. I hope they have longer. Uh, it's just a shame. I think Microsoft have spoiled sport that game. It's a shame, but yeah, you're right. We are spoilt in general of how many great games there are. there used to be about ten years ago. It used to be like you know September, October, November, we get great games. Um, and that's it. And we, wh- it wasn't a lot, but now we get them all the time. And it just this year alone, like we, we go, ah, oh, you, know, you know, I I haven't got time for Mass Effect two, and everybody's saying, w- w- like, uh, you know, it's gonna be game of the year. You know, Red De- a Rockstar game comes out and a Mass Effect
1: two game comes out, and everyone's like, eh, you know, because we got the, so many games out, we are spoiled, totally spoiled. And and again, I think as well because there's so many great games out, it makes it even more difficult for the the smaller studio. Oh you yeah, know? yeah. You have to be your game has to be amazing to kind of to to make a to make a any kind of impact on. I mean, okay. we've example, example this with the year that was, haven't we? Because each year that we go another year forward, it's suddenly an increase, you know, by 20 percent more games yeah, out. Follow games. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I I feel some of the you know, what used to make a game great and the time and effort spent in doing it is lost because it's suddenly become this huge sort of money-making machine, and it is. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, you're always going to get games like that. It's
3: like the film industry is the best comparison we have um, for this for this case, because uh, it's it's a little bit more ahead of us. And, uh, you know, you're always going to get those games that are just money-makers, you know, your Modern Warfare 2s and your Medal of Honours and stuff. Um but in between those, you know, you'll get you you'll get a uh, you know a moon or like the road or something equivalent of games. You'll get uh, what a portal, and you'll get a Borderlands and stuff. And that's what what we have to. I mean, more games is not a bad thing for us, you know. And Modern Warfare and Medal of Honor are still fun. They're just just different types of fun. They're not that genius, that new thing that you're
1: looking for. I think what concerns me sometimes is, especially people do try and release around those times when the Maddens are coming out and the Modern Warfare's and the Forces or whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. these, these huge sequels that are just going to sell whether they're good or not, you know, and, and and World at War was a great example of that because everybody was moaning about it, oh, it's the, you know, the minor Call of Duty, no one's going to buy it, and then everybody bought it, you know, it still That's-
3: sold millions. Black Ops has had more pre orders than Modern Warfare 2, It's I've taken it in pre
1: orders. Yeah. And everyone was whinging, oh, Black Ops oh, is always in Vietnam or whatever. Oh, I'm not going to buy this. But everybody does. But the, but the, what worries me when, you know, something more creative or more original comes out, if it comes out around the same time and then doesn't sell anything. Alan Wake. Yeah, Alan Wake is a great example that of that. That makes me sad. Yeah. And not that it makes me sad, but it also makes me think. Developers aren't going to gamble so much and sort of make these sorts of games if they don't sell, and that—that's what bothers me more about the sort of this massive money-making machine that gaming's become. That will lose out on the more original titles because everybody wants to make the next Call of Duty or the next whatever it is.
0: Yeah, but didn't Bioshock kind of come out of nowhere and be like, "Bam! Here's something fresh and original," and everybody, yeah, you know, and it sold a lot.
1: It did, it did, but those. Those games are few and far between. Yeah, they they aren't are few
0: and far between, but all I'm saying is that yeah, I don't but, know, it seems like there's always gonna be a place for something that's really awesome. That you know, I mean don't get me wrong, it has to have a dose of luck and you know, certain other things that go along with it in order for it to really hit. But timing, I just feel like, like yeah, it's exactly. like
3: yeah, The Dark like, Knight, you know, The Dark Knight is a film yeah. that sold amazingly well and was critiqued very well. An Inception looks like it's gonna do the same. You know, another Chris Nolan movie I mean, Inception is has recently come out. It's, it's selling everywhere, and critically, it's doing very well. And they do happen, you're right. Like it's, it's like a Bioshock.
1: They do happen. No? But they.
3: And so, uh, yeah, but,
0: I think one of the things we can do is just keep pushing our support for that sort of thing.
1: But I, but I think it's also difficult for developers now, isn't it? Because publishers want the games to have some sort of longevity, so then they go, oh, um, you've got to have some sort of multiplayer. Um, and, and the other problem is... Yeah, the other problem is, and this might sound like a really weird thing, but game rental companies to a certain extent might be having an effect on development of those they sorts have to, of games. They, they have to pay for more, they have to pay more though for, for when they buy They it. do, but how many, how many of us go, oh, if it's no multiplayer or anything, I'm just going to rent it. Mm-hmm. So we don't actually even purchase the games, do no. we, nowadays? But that, that's because I'm not rich. <laughs> and, and that's just the way the world is I'm afraid I can't but do you understand it. what I mean I mean that I guess, oh, yeah. is another issue isn't it for developers and then they feel they need to put some multiplayer in it even if it's a co-op or a, a horde type mode or something you know just to sort of keep give it, give someone more of a reason to buy it as opposed to rent it I, I don't know you it, might,
3: you're getting good
0: enough I'll keep it
1: yeah no true enough what do you think you yeah yeah I mean, do you rent games at all? Do you could just buy. Himself- I really
0: don't. I mean, you know, I, I, there's a place nearby that I could. But anytime a game comes out that I'm interested enough to rent but not to buy, it's always rented out. So I've thought about going to GameFly because then I could just pay 25 bucks a month. But then I think I probably wouldn't rent enough to get the use out of that that I want. So. Eh.
1: I mean, in all honesty, I mean I know you have bought a few new games recently, but you tend to yeah. give all your money to to the shop, don't you, <laughs> you know?
0: yeah it's true I do i like I like to wait and I like to you know save money when I can, and it's a local business, so I like supporting local businesses too and uh I'm sorry that the game developers don't get more of the money, but eh. i do know i don't know i'm i
1: am i am in two minds about the review thing. I do think some reviews hit on the negatives to get hits on the website. I do think that happens. You yeah, know, maybe. because obviously, if they do a controversial review of a game that everybody else likes, you know, they're going to get, you know, they're going to get a lot of hits, aren't they? A lot of traffic through the it's site. Drug maybe drug for...
3: did the opposite with Deadly Permission. They gave, a game <laughs> yeah, of 10. yeah,
1: awful. they did, yeah, they did. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Some people seem to like that game. I've seen lots. I know of... a
3: lot. I'm, I'm, I think the people that like it will say that it's awful. You know? I'd like to play it. Yeah, uh, uh, I think a lot of people who who enjoy that game say, "Oh, yeah, it's totally flawed." There's there's a million things wrong with it. But it's fun, you know. So
1: Yeah, I'm very uh, curious, <laughs> I must admit.
3: I, I don't know, in general though, I trust reviewers and I, d I, I they're, they're, they um I think they're pretty good at the like, it, it the best thing to do is, is kinda of follow uh, a reviewer, you know. Like I don't look at every review. I look at the uh the, the editor and go and try and get to know him, you know, and I'll say, Oh well, I know that guy and I know what he's into So I'll uh, I'll trust this review. And I'll, I'll always look who reviews mm-hmm. games. So maybe you should just pay attention to, to if your tastes are familiar with um, whoever's and, and just follow that that outlet or those couple of people that you like. And I think, I think the
1: flip side of this as well is the reviewers that get probably as overexcited as we do and give it a 10. And then the amount of times I've seen websites say, oh, if, it, if we went back and reviewed them now, it wouldn't be a 10. And I'm like, yeah. Well, it shouldn't have been attending in the first place. Then perfect Dark
3: Zero got a great score because it was a launch game. Yeah, and- what is that all about?
1: Mm. Yeah, and that's why I have I have issues trusting reviewers, I suppose, in a way. And I I think I've you know one of the guys in the thread, and this is I suppose this is what we'll uh, we'll finish off with. But he said, you know. Uh, I was thinking about it, and when I was a nipper of twelve with very little income, if any, I tended to trust my friends for what games they were enjoying over what someone in Crash or (laughs) ZAP64 said. Although, yeah, although typically the games uh, getting top marks would at least put them on the radar of our group. Uh, Also, I've always been a sucker for the great box art. Hello, Ultimate. Uh, nowadays, I still trust what my friends enjoy playing, although with there being so many more places to find reviews, I've also found some reviewers that I tend to have similar tastes with, There you go. which will lead me to try things out a bit more. It is odd these days, though, that the interest for a game coming out soon tends to generate a lot more buzz than would seem realistic for what the final product turns out to be, if you follow what I mean. Perhaps there are just too many games. This year alone, the amount of what we might call good games has been impossible to afford, let alone play uh, fully. I do know it's not the niche hobby that it was 30 years ago, and I guess that could be a good thing or a bad thing, depending on how you view it. And that's from StuLek52, so that's what he uh, thinks about. So, And I'd probably agree with him. I think, yeah, trust your friends, and people like Ginny, not. Um <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Uh, and that was that. <laughs> and that was that, yeah. really. So I just thought we'd just have a few, a bit of a convo about sort of what we thought about it. I think, but good thread off Quarmery in there. I think it was a yeah. good, uh, good topic. Oh think, yeah, get off the show, Quarmery. I know. Yeah, that's more, yeah. more. Than, you have a
0: chance.
1: Um, yeah, I did want to mention this to you, Chini. I don't know whether you'd be interested in this new, a new Bond game. Yes, Bloodstone.
3: Thank you very much.
1: Yeah. Daniel Craig, Joss Stone, as a Bond Joss girl. Stone? Yeah, she's playing the Bond girl in the...
3: Joss Stone's that yeah. uh, Welsh
1: singer. Yeah, that... The, yeah. Where's she from? Wales. No, she's from Wales. She's from Wales? Yeah.
3: She wanted, She she got slated because she she talked all American and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, she's a proper diva. She's yeah, really... She got, it's a good singer.
3: Um, Yeah. Yeah, Joss Stone, oh, good for her. Uh, yes, ball game. Like it. Yes, thank you very much. The the ones that are not based on... um. Movies these days tend to be the better Bond games. Everything or Nothing was great. And I believe that the same person who wrote uh, Everything or Nothing and the actual Golden Eye film and Tomorrow Never Dies is writing this. I think, yeah, name, I, I think their name's a bit rubbish, though.
1: Yeah, Bloodstone. Bloodstone, yeah. I like
3: it. Because James Bond films, especially the older ones, uh, were kind of like... Um, kind of funny sayings or like puns or not well, not puns, but you know, just just like the, 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 with love
1: and stuff.
3: Yeah. yeah, you know, like you only live twice, and uh, it sounds like
1: a, a Tomb Raider title, doesn't it? Tomb Raider. Yeah, it sounds
0: it, it like sounds a to, PS1 RPG or something. Yeah, it sounds
3: like too gamey. Yeah, you're right. It's too like like Bloodstone, you know, like Bulletstorm. It's it's.
0: Buy me, Poland storm, or go to hell.
3: Yeah, you know, tomorrow never dies is a good one, and. Never say never again, even though that's not an official bot film. Um, just things like that. I, I just.
1: Bloodstone.
3: And when, when Quantum of Solace was named, everyone just went, huh? What? <laughs>
0: yeah. and to this day, I have really no Especially idea. Especially because the is. advertising was all like, here's a grey background with a shadow on it. Like, what? Yeah. Um, yeah, so
3: I, I don't like the name, but I will definitely play it. And it's by a very good developer, very good British developer. Oh, so you uh, just
0: are just nationalistic.
3: Yep. yeah. I don't play any American games, which means I don't play many fanboy.
1: <laughs> well, to be, to be honest with you, bizarre. You play
3: has... out two, man, that's that's Scottish, man, not yeah. American. Man.
1: Bizarre, bizarre needs a good game. Well, not a good game. He needs a successful game. Is probably a better that's way of putting it. Yeah, not a good game a sub- uh, because Blur know? was good, but just wasn't successful.
3: Doctor
1: uh, uh, Wars Two is still
3: one of the best arcade it games. It is. Played. Ever played, yeah. and
1: uh, uh, they've done other stuff. What else have they? Done? Project Gotham Racing series. For yeah, them. yeah. stuff that I like. I mean, <laughs> I mean. But Sorry. then, but then the the last time they went into shooting, it was the club. <laughs> so yeah, the club that, good on that. does Ooh. that worry you at all?
2: <laughs>
3: the club. <laughs> no, I think they'll do fine. I think they'll do fine. This, not, this seems from the trailer. It seems like a lot of car racing stuff. Um, there was one bit that looked. Like split seconds, where you know, the big lighthouse blows up and blocks the road. I was like, oh, but doing?
1: to be fair, you know, the driving in this game you would have, have to imagine would be really cool because obviously that's their forte, isn't it?
3: Yeah. Yeah, they won't slip up with the driving. I'm a, I'll am be more worried about the third person, kind because of, it looks like a third person action game. Although,
1: to mean, be honest with you, the club third person shooting wise worked quite well. I don't remember it ever being an issue with the shooting. I thought it was accurate and the controls Maybe. worked Maybe. okay. Yes. I'll but be more class- worried about that, though. Like, out of the two,
3: like, driving or shooting. Yeah. I'll be more worried about the shooting because uh, I'm hoping that's kind of what you'll be doing the most. And, and boats.
1: There'll be boats as well. Yeah,
3: great ruffle boats. But I, I I'll, I want to know how the shooting feels. And, um, just give me a, a silly, stupid action Bond game. Everything or Nothing was brilliant. So good. It had a great song. It was sung by Meyer. Uh, you know, it was brilliant. Oh, I loved it. it so it come on. Ricey
0: levels and, ah, oh, brilliant. Fantastic. I loved it.
1: So come on then, Ju, You're the big quantum of Wellies fan here. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Gosh, what do you speak? She
0: was born in Kent and spent her teenage ah, she... years in Ash Hill, a small village in Devon. Oh,
1: I thought she was Welsh. I don't know, there
0: you go. Yeah. Kent and yeah. then.
1: All oh, right then? Yes. Oh, I was convinced she was Welsh. Right. Right.
0: Um, I don't know what new Bond move, a new Bond game. It's third person shooter, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. You love like
0: yeah, that stuff. Eh, I sometimes. I mean, you know, it depends on how it works. I'll play a demo, definitely, obviously. And uh, I don't know. I love Quantum of Solace so much, partly because it's first person. But I remember when I first started playing consoles, I wouldn't play first person shooters because I needed the peripheral vision. So maybe this will bring me back to that mindset.
1: Maybe.
0: Maybe.
1: Maybe it will. We
0: will see. Um. So there you go.
1: So a new. There's no a release game. date
3: for it, right? There's no.
1: No, no release date. I'm afraid. It looks far though. I mean, the
3: trailer. I mean, there was some gameplay in the trailer, and I was like, "Wow, that's... they've been working on this game for a while." the Sly Dogs. Good there you go.
1: It. Well, obviously they have. Obviously they have. They don't mess around, you know. Bizarre, they get on with it. No yeah. faffing there. Um. what I'd like to move on to uh, Metro. Recently, did. A mid-year report on on the best games of 2010 so far. Right. So I thought I'd go through. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What scored the most? Um, you know what sort of sold the most? It's got there's a lot of info on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, shall so we'll go with uh, best reviewed games so far in 2010 this year. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah so let's do it. Yeah. The top it, four. Yeah. Here we go. The top four. Uh, in fourth place. Is Red Dead Redemption on the PS3 with a score of 95? So that was in fourth. In third place, I'm not sure why there's a you know how they why they didn't just do joint. But in the next one is Red Dead Redemption on the 360, which also scored 95. Damn. In in second place, we've got Mass Effect 2 with 96, and in first place. <laughs> With a massive ninety eight out of a possible hundred is Super Mario Galaxy two. Super Mario ninety eight. And you won't boys. I know. Do you know? I sort of is is it really the best game ever made, Oh uh,
3: see, see, see? This is what Quarry is talking about. You're too spoilt, lad, you're too spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh yeah, but the reviewers see like they you can't win, right? If they rate against highly, you're like, is it really that good though? Is it really? And then you play it again. Well, and then you look for flaws because you want to look for flaws because it was so highly <laughs> rated. And then when a game's flawed and it comes out and you like, like, deadly Premier, Why has it, it only got 70? Terrible. And it's like, oh, it's 20% out of a hundred. and then he's like, ah, oh, this game's actually quite fun and funny. It's your expectations,
1: Stu. It's your expectation. <laughs> but ninety eight that is it. See issue. you just doing
3: it again. But ninety eight. You haven't listened to me once. Right? <laughs> Stop it. Play it
0: No, 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 so game, it
1: no game is nearly perfect. <laughs> no okay. no now though, game. Now then no, 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 let, let me put this to you game. Let there's me put no, this let me put this to you no, no, let no, There's this no such no,
3: thing as a perfect
1: game. I know there isn't, there isn't. Let me put this to you though, okay. In the first Super Mario Galaxy, what did you do exactly?
3: What
1: did I do? Mm. What did so I how, do did, or what how did do? how did it work? You know, just just talk me through how the first Super Super Mario Galaxy worked. What did you What did you actually do in the game?
3: You platform and you collect stars uh-huh. on different uh-huh. planets, and you go raring, and it's all
1: crazy and stuff. And what do you do in Super Mario Galaxy 2, then? You platform, and you go round, (laughs) and you do a lot of crazy
0: stuff. Weren't you just describing how (laughs) awesome Crackdown 2 is? I know, I
1: know, but the point I'm making is you're doing the same stuff in just a No, but but they they, they throw in different gameplay elements. There's so many different things. I'm sure if
3: you play um, Mario Galaxy 1 and Mario Galaxy 2, there's so many different things going on. uh, Indie games would... There's a, All right, there's about 100 or 200 <laughs> ideas in Mario Galaxy 2, right? Indie games would pick one of those game element things, just like five minutes of Mario Galaxy 2, and could make a whole game out of it. But no, Nintendo choose to pick these game elements and then just go, oh, here you go, five minutes, play with that, and then throw it away. They don't even look back. They just throw it in the bin and give you something else. That's why Mario Galaxy 2 is awesome.
1: <laughs> I was, I was actually... <laughs> I was playing a bit of devil's advocate there, but, know. you know... I know. But it is interesting, you know, know. that sort of has scored so much. God, that's such a high score. But anyway. Is
3: it, really no T- is it really
1: the best game ever made? <laughs> I don't know. Um, the best reviewed cross-platform games of 2010 were Mass Effect and Red Dead Redemption on joint 95. Woo. Yeah, Street Fighter 4 on 92. Bayonetta on 89. And Ooh. Bioshock 2 on 88. Ooh,
3: that good. game doesn't exist so
1: what's <laughs> 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 uh, so there you go that was the best reviewed uh, top selling games of 2010 these are the biggest sellers uh, number one biggest seller what do you think it is biggest selling game of 2010 up well, to I know j- what
3: it is because I have the pan in front of me oh
1: yeah no ah, isn't. UFC no ah. tell me the biggest selling game up to June the 30th 2010 <laughs> Was God of dance? War 3. No, God of War 3.
3: Oh, I oh, said really? Zeus, and why did you say? Just know, dance. Because yeah. I didn't hear what you said. I thought you said
0: just. Zeus. Yeah, Zeus. Right.
3: Zeus. Yeah, that's two, interesting. You say, do you think I'll say juice? Do you think I
1: was a tennis match umpire?
0: I thought you were talking about like uh, OJ. Juice. Nah. Go yeah. on, Juice.
1: Uh, and this is via VG charts, so they're not quite as accurate as MPDs. but it's saying 2.68 million units sold, so 2.68 million for God of War 3. We'll uh, number okay. two, number two, Super Mario Galaxy 2. Uh... 2.65 million. Now, this is where it gets a little, little bit sort of shaky, really, because it's classed the 360 version, the PS3, uh, yeah. PS3 version of Red Dead as separate games, which they are. Well, separate platforms, but combined it has outsold everything. Totally out. it. Yeah. But on its own, it yeah. doesn't quite make it. 2.43 million for the 360 version. Uh, Battlefield Bad Company 2 was number 4, with yep. 2.29 million, and uh, the number 5 was the PS3 version of Red that Dead. Battlefield Bad Company, that was the
3: 360 version.
1: Oh, oh yeah, sorry, it was the 360 version. Yeah, I keep forgetting it's by platform. But that's interesting, isn't it? So he yeah, had God of War three. I think I think Mario Galaxy will overtake God of War. Yep, by yep. the end of the year. Now, interestingly, and this is—I mean, this goes back to something we were talking about earlier—because mm. this year has had its share of disappointments too. One game you won't find on either list is the much-hyped Dante's Inferno, which failed to wow critics because it got seventy-five on the PS3 and seventy-three on the 360. So even Metacritic thinks that's a A bad score.
0: (laughs) It's not a bad score. It's just a game with flaws, right? But he didn't wow the critics, apparently. Well, I mean, that's a fair description, though. I mean, 70, look, 75 is a good score, but to wow the critics, they need to get. Yeah. Yeah. They would be giving, if they were wow, they would be giving high 80s and
2: 90s.
1: Yep. Uh, the other one was Darksiders, which actually I thought did quite well—82 on the PS3, 83 on the 360. Uh, but it had very disappointing sales figures, about well, I couldn't say about half a million for each platform. I'd like to sell half a million of anything. <laughs> I know, but that's decent dis- when you think how much these things cost to develop. That is probably... And the one, one of this and I, uh, you know, Lost Planet Two, Lost Ugh. Planet Two, 68 on the PS3, 68 on the 360. Still get to play that. Yeah, but, you know, I, I was quite impressed with the demo, but then when it came to it, I was like, yeah, I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> That's terrible, isn't it? Yeah. And then finally, who can forget Dark Void? I forgot uh, it. Yeah, what is Capcom's <laughs> problem this year? Capcom haven't had a good year, have they? Super, for,
3: Super Street Fighter 4?
1: Yeah, apart from that game, though, you know, they've, they've not had a good run. It's fair to say. Bayonetta? They didn't make Bayonetta. No. <laughs> Red they Dead didn't. Redemption. I bet, I bet you they wished they'd make Bayonetta. <laughs> God of War Three. I'm just listing games now. <laughs> yeah, no, they didn't do any of those, did they? No. You know, so yeah, I think I think Capcom are, are sort of having a bad run. Are you
3: joking? It. Resident Evil 4 of Gold Edition with the Move support. They're going <laughs> to do well. Now you seem interested. They're going to do
1: well. That got a lot of criticism, didn't it, before it came? By, you know, prior to it coming out because of the you know, the stop-and-shoot mechanic thing and, you know, all that debacle. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, uh, Dark Void, it still managed to get a 5 out of 10, or 6 out of 10 almost, 59 on the PS3, 59 on the 360, and 57 on the PC. So there you go. And he only managed to get a quarter of the way of the 2 million units sold uh, that Capcom wanted. You know, so... Who knows? Speaking, um, um, Bionic Commando... Of course, they did well. Brilliant, capcom and awesome. Do you know what this this next one's the most interesting one for me? Is the uh, best Xbox 360 exclusive 2010 so far. Okay. What is it? Only right. one. Don't don't turn the page because this is. Fine. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Only I'm looking... one of them is a retail title. <gasps> actually, a proper retail full title. Any ideas what that might be? The number one critically acclaimed Xbox. A lot of work. It is number one, for, and it got 83. It did Alan Wake altogether? But the <laughs> others the others are all arcade titles. So we've got Toy Soldiers next on 80. Oh, yeah. Lazy Raiders on 80. What's <laughs> that? Uh, it was like a weird puzzle game. It was sort of like a weird... You had to turn the screen upside down and things to get it to do what you wanted it to do. It was an interesting... Yeah. It was all right. It was okay. Uh, yeah. Snoopy Flying Ace, which got 79. And Chime, which also got 79. Oh, look, Chime. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's they're I mean,
3: clutching at straws, though, aren't
1: they? Yeah. yeah, we got we got really good exclusives like Chime. I oh, know, what? I know. It's just I think that's really, really weird. That sort of God, that, before, that just
3: before, microsoft are not doing great with their exclusives. They so are not have, this year.
1: Not this year. Much better
3: exclusives than
1: than. Uh, and then Microsoft's best uh, reviewed was Mass Effect Two in '96. How come that's not the... That's a good point. Why isn't that on the best Xbox exclusive? Ah, because it was on the PC. It was on the PC. As well. I, I, I would have still counted as a 360 exclusive. Because no one plays PC games. No one plays PC games. But from that one um, listener who does. Yeah. He's Red playing WoW right now. Yeah. Um, and the worst, do you want to know what the worst games on the 360 were? Exclusively? Uh, no, just 360 reviews in general. So these aren't exclusive, just reviews for the 360 version. The worst games on the 360, Dark Boy's got to be in there, surely. No, no, that that did alright. 69 is not the worst, definitely not. <laughs> 69. Um,
3: <laughs> the deadly Premonitions?
1: No. No, I'll tell you, because you're never going to guess any of these. You're never going to guess. Things on Wheels, I have no the idea. on Wheels, oh. No idea what that even is. It's a uh, arcade game. Oh, 43 that got. Iron Man 2, movie tie Knew it was going to be terrible. 41. Yep. And I closed down after it. Yeah. Prison Break the Conspiracy. Uh, mm-hmm. 40.
3: Mm-hmm. 40.
1: Attack of the Movies 3D. I have no idea what that is. I have no idea. I've
0: never heard I it of I have no it. idea.
1: And this one, in all honesty, deserves to be the worst ever. By Bioners. It, it does. Now, what's really weird about this, I've got to say this is just the weirdest thing. No, no, Bayonetta got 90. Yeah, yeah, it's because you slow with that oh, always. Oh, uh, pure football. You know, pure oh, football. Oh,
3: dear me. Pure football.
1: 36 football. he got, but get this, user score 8.4. How is that oh, possible? Okay. That's why I don't
0: trust people. <laughs> How is yeah. that
1: possible? Eight. Have you played it, Stu? I haven't. I
0: played. I saw. All right, it. So, weren't you criticizing this person on Fox News who had said she never played the game and that was just evidence that she was a know. moron? No, I just to shut up.
1: No, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, I, I haven't
0: played the game, and it looks fucking shit. It did well,
1: look. Well, I agree that it looks I dumb. Swore. Don't get me wrong, but I'm all all
0: saying, saying is we can't really say that a game doesn't deserve to be praised until we play it. No, no, I'm only saying he got thirty-six. I'll 30 six play it <laughs> <You> know,
1: yeah, <laughs> but the but the users liked it. I don't know. I'm just saying
0: it's a bit. I,
1: Okay. Uh
2: Now Uh interestingly Uh
1: enough (laughs) interestingly enough um, yeah we've got the PS3 exclusive so far this year. Okay, here we go. Uh, Number one, any guesses? You should know this. We've already talked about it. Number one PS3 exclusive this year so far. Um,
0: (laughs) Mod Nation Racers? No, it's already (laughs) odd. (laughs) Just Dance. it. (laughs) Oh God! It was the biggest oh, selling game. Selling game.
3: Yeah, I know. God of War two.
1: Yeah. Flower. Yeah. God of War three uh, was the best one. Ninety two. Uh, heavy rain came in at number two with 87. Eighty seven. That guy. If you're a new in. listener, we're not a fan of heavy rain. Well, sort of. I am, but
0: still,
1: you. sort of is. I, I'm sort
0: of. Am. I am. I accept it. it. It's the ranking order. But that order guy in, in Bombay TV wasn't.
3: People who love Heavy Rain <laughs> yeah. and the people who don't love Heavy Rain, one being love, three being absolutely hate. Stu would be number one,
1: I would be number two, and Duke would be number three. No, Duke yeah. would be off the scale.
0: <laughs> Duke would be <laughs> 17. Be yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Joe Danger. I've never even
3: watched this, Joe That's Danger. That's meant to be really good. It's like a trials game, but not mm-hmm. frustrating and hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I've heard it's... Uh, very good. A lot of people have been praising that, saying it's great. Never yeah. tried it because I haven't switched on my PS3 very much because I can't be asked to update it. I just use it to watch DVDs. So. Yeah.
1: Uh, 86. Mm. That got a 9.5 on the user uh, review on that, so that's good. Uh, Yakuza Three. was Yakuza. 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 Speaking of. Yakuza. And that got eight, 80 of the critics.
0: 80 uh, <laughs> hey, of <do> <laughs> uh, talk way. funny.
3: That is funny. <laughs> we are making Yakuza 4 and Yakuza 5 and maybe Yakuza 6. Always the same game.
1: Oh, my God. Terrible. Um, well, I people, don't know how we got away with it. People liked it. I don't know why. Go figure. And the last one. I don't even know what this is. Soldner X2 Final Prototype.
0: Oh, that's awesome. X2 Final Prototype. What?
1: I've never oh, heard of it. 78, though. we got. Day, day. And 9... Ever. Nine of the users, nine of the users. You been. And the, okay, the worst, oh, this is funny, the worst games on the PS3, here we go, the worst. Uh, Clash of the Titans, uh, got a, yeah. a massive 46 of the... I watched
3: that film the other day, Clash of the Titans, the new one. Sorry
1: to hear that. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry to hear that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um... I was,
3: yeah, I was um, with uh, my girlfriend's uh, mom's boyfriend right i know it and he's like yeah are oh, that was good that was and I went, are you joking <laughs> are you mad did you just watch the same film as me um
1: but i just went, anyway he oh. always thought it was great um yeah uh last know. last rebellion don't even know those action rpg no uh, 44 uh prison break the conspiracy uh. 41 Iron Man 2, woo, 40. And the worst score out of any of them. Just let me just check the Wii at the bottom here just to make sure. Yes, it definitely is the worst score out of any of them. Uh, Kick-Ass, which I saw on on PSN. 29. 29. User score, (laughs) 2. User score, 2. Jesus. I mean, there's obviously... a PSN game, right? Yeah, PSN exclusive, yeah.
3: Why did they do that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. What? Awful thing. Awful. Awful. Great movie, though. Awful. Uh, okay, and um, finally, Wii. Here we go, quickly, Wii. Well, obviously, we know what number one is, because we've... Because, obviously, it's the best game ever made, because it's got the highest score on Metacritic ever, obviously. Just Dance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Super Mario Galaxy 2, which got a massive, massive 98. Now, this one, uh, this is the second highest rated Wii exclusive, and I've never even heard of it. I have no idea what this is. Art of Balance. Ever heard of that? I don't nope. even know what it is. Out of balance. It's got eighty-eight. It's mm, balanced. Uh, oh, okay. It's a bit. It sounds a bit like Boom Blocks. Yeah. Physics-based puzzler featuring 100 levels that challenge not only your skills but also imag- imagination. He's gonna do. He's gonna rent it next week. And go, I'm is gonna it
3: really eighty-eight. <laughs> is it really?
1: I'm gonna definitely get that now.
3: Yeah. It's not the WiiWare Wear? the yeah. WiiWare
1: Oh, is that wee Wear game?
0: Yeah, that's yeah. why
3: we haven't heard of it, because it's on oh.
1: WeWare.
3: Yeah, well, I Don't can go go download Wii that. WiiWare.
0: That's like six reviews. Why is it... Oh, it's easy to get a good review if there's only six.
1: Yeah, but it's easy to get a bad review also if you've only got 6 I doesn't Yes. It doesn't take many to tip the balance. Anyway, uh, Sin and Punishment 2, Star Successor. Uh, any ideas? Uh, sorry, I'll yawn when you... um,
3: It's like Ikaruga. It's like a shooting... Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. It's one of those crazy schmups, but it's not quite a schmup. It's a kind of blah, 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 blah. Um, a lot of people like it. I don't. Because I think Here we know. go.
1: And, yeah, Capcom getting in there again with, uh, I don't even know how to pronounce it, Satsung Oko versus Capcom. Uh, you, this, no, you want, me, you want me to... Yeah, you do this. Satsune <laughs> <laughs> Oko! There you go. <laughs> um, versus Capcom Ultimate All-Stars. There you go, and the last one that got eighty-five, and the last one was No More Heroes Two, which I, I I'm I'm definitely going to play. Is, is that out over here? I keep thinking it's not out. Oh, I
3: don't know, actually, I don't, it might not be. Even I don't the, think it's uh,
1: been released in the UK yet.
3: No more heroes. Desperate.
1: I'll have, a look. I'll have a look for you. just carry on the race here and um, all the right, right, I'll be with you in a bit. Eighty-five. There you go. Uh, okay, and the worst games for the Wii. Here we go. Rugby League Three. For some reason. Oh, 50. Uh, GTI Club Super Mini Fiesta. Never heard of it. Yep. A Konami game, that one. Uh, 50. Uh, Calling. No idea what that was. 49. Fast Draw Showdown <laughs> was next on 43. And you'll never guess what, but Iron Man 2 was 41. And the oh. worst ever. Uh, the worst well, ever. By the way,
3: Double Heroes 2, it is out, but, you know, it's, it came out in May 28th. Oh, did it? Ah, uh, So, it, you can buy it now.
1: I uh, will, I maybe we'll do that. So, there you go. Um, and I think that's it, really. We we don't really want to touch on the PSP and things like that. We're quite happy. No, we're done. Yeah, we're done. Uh, so <laughs> I think it's time to take a break, and then we'll do all the emails you see this is what happens when i go oh we haven't got any emails this week no one sent us an email and now we've got uh, some you don't send us bloody emails i know yeah so when we come back we'll do i show him i know it feels a little bit like that i uh, like it though i like it because it gives Stu more work to do <laughs> i know i know but we've uh we've got one a nice one from the decay developers we sent a load of questions off to them so we'll start off with that I'm and... sorry decay developers i haven't played your game
3: and
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry
1: and then and then we'll finish off with the others so uh
0: yeah we got some music Juke. yes i got some music ready to go everybody ready yep okay here we go
2: think
0: oh wait i'm sorry that's not it no so this that's one, one i have it to, to bring in the snakes <laughs> yes exactly it is yeah. it truly is on The Simpsons. Awesome. Um, no, this uh, song I have is from Overclocked Remix, which people don't know. They should go check it out. It's a great website. Uh, they have a lot of cool video game music remixes. And it's kind of hard finding find something that a lot of people will recognize because a lot of the stuff that's on that site comes from obscure RPGs and things like that. But... They also have a whole lot of Super Mario Brothers remixes, and I know people are like, not another one, but this one's actually very creative, and it goes into some very unusual places, so I thought it would be a good thing to have, and it's kind of short, it's only, let's see how long, 2 minutes and 53 seconds, so strap yourselves in, people, here we go!
1: was very blinky-blonky. Right? Isn't that
0: cute? And it, it like had yeah. some cool uh, melodic stuff in it. There were some
1: weird synthesized guitars going on at the beginning. Yeah, of. yeah. I really like it. Yeah, it's, cool. it's good. It's going to be like game-related tunage. That's script. right. It, it definitely makes a change from rap music. Right. You know, that we sometimes do. I like the
3: hippin' and the happin' and the
0: bimping and the bappin'. Okay. All right, Bill caused it that. <laughs> I I uh, got it. I got,
1: just it. got it. Fix it all about? What's uh, the jazz? What's <laughs> the Okay. Um, yes, we have got an email off Frederick Westlund who is presumably one of the lead developers at uh, Shining Gate Games, uh, which made Decay's part 1 and 2 or Decay Yay, part
0: Decay part 1 and part 2.
1: So what I did, I thought. Do you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna send him a, a bit of an email and just sort of say, you know, look, we like game. Uh, is there is there any chance you can sort of answer us a few questions? So he said that sounds very interesting. Give was a freebie for Chitty. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't done. To be fair, he hasn't sent us any code. So if you're listening, yeah, well buy some free code. No, I'm only joking. Um, yeah, Chitty, you know, we, we all buy these games. They're totally
3: we cool, are, dude. They're no yeah, yeah. definitely buy no them. One, so you should give it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So yeah, Shining Gate Games, they're, they're called. Now I think. Oh, now I'm going to sound terrible, but I think they're based in Sweden. They're somewhere European anyway.
2: Somewhere
3: Don't anyway. say they're hurdy Stu
1: No, I should. I should have done more. Uh, I should have maybe done a bit more research. Yeah. And... yeah. Anyway. We so yeah. Anyway. Who cares? Uh, anyway. Yeah. So very very offended now. But we're going to be nice because obviously they made it a really good game. Um, so oh, no. yeah. Yeah, you don't know, you don't, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Read so basically it. I sent him a load of questions and I thought we'd go through them and he's given us... And some of the answers are quite interesting. I was quite like, oh, that's quite interesting. Okay. So anyway, I sort of waited until I finished the game and then I sent off these. Some were Dukes and I've added a couple more in at the end. But Duke had given us loads of cool questions so I was like, oh, I don't have to add much into these.
0: Oh, yeah. Um,
1: I know, yeah. So the first question was, what uh, are your biggest inspirations... Um, so what did, what did you think it would be? I mean, I personally thought it would be stuff like the old point-and-click adventure games, Myst, uh those sorts of games. A big bowl of spaghetti. Big bowl of spaghetti. That's going to oh. be his
0: number one inspiration, right?
1: Okay, no. N- no, no. Oh, man! Okay. Uh, he, he basically says we are fans of old horror adventure games like Silent Hill, Resident Evil, uh, Phantasmagoria, Eleventh Hour, etc. No, I, I know the first two. Has anyone played Phantasmagoria? You know, I, haven't it... I, know, I
0: haven't played Phantasmagoria. I haven't played Eleventh Hour, but I know it was a mist. It came out very soon after Mist, and people said that it was sort of taking the idea of Mist and putting it into a sort of more horrific structure.
1: Oh, interesting. Huh. Okay. Uh, it says the story has been influenced also by authors like Stephen King, and even real crime serial killers and tragedies have been an inspiration for the story. Okay, so there you go. So that was the biggest inspirations. Uh, I wouldn't know because I don't know what the story is yet. No, we're getting there though, aren't we? We're We're getting
0: there. Uh,
1: What has been the biggest challenge in creating the first two episodes? Uh, So basically, it says Decay uh, Part 1 was the most difficult game to create because it was our first production for Xbox Live Indie games. In part one, we had to struggle quite a lot uh, to get the game to the right data size. The first build of part one was larger than 180 megabytes in download size, and the maximum limit is 150 megs.
0: Yeah, can't have that.
1: Yeah, so it was too big to begin with. And we had to create a quite unique animation system for this type of game. In the end, we came down to only 62 megabytes, yet that's still too large for the 80 Microsoft points price limit. So 16 megabytes still too big to to sell it at 80 points. Uh, with part two, we could use the core from part one and focus a lot more on the gameplay and the story. So that was the biggest uh, the biggest challenge was making it small enough. Uh, which you can sort of the, see. What was
3: the limit? What was the limit? So the 90?
1: so the biggest no the biggest you can do is 150 megabytes for an indie game. that's not
0: a lot of megabytes, rather is it?
1: No, it isn't, is it? When you think no, about it, no,
0: not at all. So, yeah. I mean, the freaking demo for Deathspank is a gigabyte.
1: Yeah, yeah. So why do them as episodes instead of one larger release? So this was the next question. Uh, there two are there were two, there were two reasons for this. First, the maximum limit on Xbox Live Arcade indie games is uh, 150 megabytes, which we've already said. And with a game like Decay, we would need at least 500 megabytes for the whole story. So it just it simply just couldn't be done. Couldn't be done. And second, Shining Gate Software is a very small company and we just don't have enough cash to develop and release the game as one large production. So there you go. So people, you need to buy this game because they might not get another part if you don't buy it. Yes. All right, okay. Yeah, got to buy it. Um. Next one. Are the people in the game based on real-life individuals? Uh, the only person in the game that is partly based on real life is Oswald White, who was based on a real-life serial killer, mainly Albert Fish. So there you go. Mm. There you go. so he's based on a real-life serial. Now I have
0: to know who Albert Fish is.
1: I know, do you can wiki that while we're talking. Oh, yeah. uh, next question, why did you choose the indie games platform instead of Xbox Live Arcade, or the web, or Steam, etc.? And he said, well, Xbox Live Arcade would have been awesome for us, but it's not that easy for a small company like ours to reach Xbox Live Arcade. Usually you we'll would need to sign up with a publisher that has a strong relationship with Microsoft. Uh, DK a child pal-
0: rapist and cannibal, he boasted that he had children in every state.
1: Lovely. Yes.
0: <laughs> That's just lovely. Anyway. Yes.
1: Uh, Decay Power 1 was the first production for Xbox uh, 360 that was developed completely by Shining Gate Software. With, with Xbox Live Indie Games, we had a chance to reach out to the players on our own. So they're sort of saying they, they were able to do it without a bigger company supporting them. Okay. Uh, okay. How satisfied will we be with the final resolution of the game? Uh, so they basically said, our goal with the last part is to fully explain the story and to have a real ending that will satisfy all players. We know that this is not easy to accomplish, but we will do our best. So they're saying they're going to try and make sure, you know, that the you know we get a proper ending and we're not left going, oh, what's coming next or is that it? So it can't be any worse than Lost, is all I can say. Um, okay uh next question how did you decide on pricing those although the games are very good they are quite short also uh basically again it comes back down <laughs> to the size limit so we're saying on xbox live indie games uh, it needs to be smaller than 50 megabytes to be 80 points so it's not true what women say it's not the size it's what you do it is
3: pretty much the size right? it is definitely the size i knew
1: it i knew it. women goddamn lawyers uh but they <laughs> basically so they basically say it's gotta be smaller than fifty megs in download size for the developers to be able to set a lower price than two forty and we sell our games to the cheapest possible. Personally, we don't think that three dollars is much though, uh, per part. So and I worked it out in this country it's one pound ninety per part in real money. That's, that's He how- once
0: wrapped himself up in a carpet explaining that he was following the instructions of John the Apostle.
1: God, are you going back to the serial killer, dude?
3: He's
0: not, no, this, I just want to make it that clear, that's not the Decay developer. I not do
3: that. I know, <laughs> the serial killer. He didn't wrap himself in carpet.
0: Albert Fish was a very weird person. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's what the, you know. Yeah, it makes sense, like. I suppose, because it's a very weird
1: game. It is definitely weird. Um, yeah. And then he goes and says, We have put a lot of hard work into our games, and the quality is very high compared to many other productions on the Xbox Live Indie Game service. On top of that, the player will get a code to download the soundtrack from our website when the game is completed, which I got, so I've done that. Oh, that's cool. Did you not do that on the second part? You got a code.
0: I didn't get no code. What are you is talking about, true? code?
1: If you go into the extras bit on the on the menu, I don't get go into
0: extras. Except for <laughs> the Ricky Gervais series extras, that was funny. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, uh, okay. Yeah.
1: And then the next question: Will your next game be a point-and-click adventure game, or will it be a different genre? And he says our main goal is to finish Decay on Xbox Live Arcade indie games, so there will be at least one more Decay release. We have many. There only
0: be one more. You well, listen, listen,
1: listen. We have many possible game designs for future development, and none of them are point-and-click adventure games. And then my final question was: finally, how many parts to Decay will there be altogether? So I asked him this question, and he says three or four parts are planned. It depends on the player's interest and how much we can squeeze into Part Three.
0: I have interest in the game, but I don't have interest in that story dragging on and on
1: and on. I I don't know. So there you go. So so thank you very much, Frederick. I think he's given us... Yes, uh...
0: thank you for responding to our email and being part of the game.
1: That's so really cool. So, yeah, we like Decay. You should go and play it. Have a go. Yes. Okay. All right. It's, a... just, just,
3: it's just aimed at me. All right, I'll play it. Jeez. Yeah, yes. that's actually it. It.
1: And anyone listening, he's play at least yes. play the demo, but it does drag you in. So once you do play yes. the demo, you'll probably want to play the full game and find out what the hell's going on. So. And
0: that guy who sent us that email is a really cool guy. Later, x-rays revealed that he had at least 29 needles lodged in his pelvic region. He also hit himself repeatedly with a nail-studded paddle.
1: Look, I don't think that developer did that. What do you think? No. Oh.
0: Maybe
1: not. Oh, no, you back, you're on the. That. Oh,
0: no, Albert Fish, yeah.
1: Oh, you're yeah. still on the serial killer, dude. Right. The
3: right. developer's listening and going, yeah,
0: I did that, but. <laughs> <laughs> How do they find out
1: about that? Uh, we have got some more. Old... Uh, we've got one for Duke to read out, but uh, we need to get our, our special guest on again. <laughs> we... Unfortunately. Yeah. 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 Right, hang on, I'll go get a drink. Hang on. Just Yo, going I'll, wait.
3: I'll
0: get a drink while you're getting this guest on. Okay. Right. Okay. Come right. okay. right. 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 on. Uh, so, Should I go ahead and read the email, or do you want yeah, to get go. on first?
1: Yeah, you, you read the email. Okay. Go for it. All right, you,
0: I'll read the email, and then you get the guy on.
1: I will. I will. Don't worry. I'm getting him in. All right.
0: Here, here's the email. Dear Mr. Molyneux, I've been trying to get a hold of you for some time. Since you are a frequent guest on the Veteran Gamers podcast, I thought this would reach you sooner. I had a few questions I hoped you could answer on the show. With the popularity of such games like Castle Crashers and Death's Fank, we have learned that poop jokes are, in fact, funnier than fart jokes. This being the case, are poop jokes going to make their way into Fable 3 alongside fart jokes, or will they replace them altogether? Even though poop jokes are are far superior to fart jokes, I do hope there is room for both. Moving on. It's a well-known fact that Chinny is your personal bodyguard and best friend. Why is it neither of you have ever been seen together? Chinny has never been seen entering your home, but leaving on several occasions, wearing your clothes, and even driving your car. What's that all about? This is neither here nor there. The important thing is that Milo makes the store shelves in time for Kwanzaa. Your biggest disambiguated paramour, Ultraman Odin. So, are you there, Mr. Molyneux? Get away!
3: No, I don't. What? Go away, I'm on the podcast. Go! Ah, Sorry, I was just talking to Milo. Uh, hello.
0: <laughs> Tell him to step on a snail.
3: No, he's just shot himself. Uh, we're working on that. It's a bug. It's a bug in the game. It's not going to be on no, Don't worry.
1: What do you want? I'm so, uh, we've, we've had a an email, and uh, we've got What's a couple of email? questions. And, yeah, I know you're not with the latest <laughs> technology. What's an email? Come on, I'm not joking. <laughs> but basically, he wants to know, he wants to know, you know, are you going to include... Who wants to poop? know? Uh, Who are you? Ultraman Ultra Odin. Ultraman Odin has right. sent this email. Who is he? He, he listens, Peter, you. Who is he? he listens to the podcast. Um, oh,
3: That's what I I'll write. Okay, but, uh, okay.
1: Okay. He basically yeah. wants to know, are you going to include poop jokes as well as fart jokes in Fable 3? Is, is his... Of course, yeah.
3: We're looking into it. You see, fart jokes are already in. They're in. They're a given. We love fart jokes. We're British. Oh, we all love fart jokes. Um... Pooping is different. The thing is, what I've been working on, which I think is magnificent, is trying to get poop jokes working with Kinect. So hopefully, if you drop a peanut on the floor, take a shit in front (laughs) of Kinect, it will register on the game. That's what we're working on at the moment. A lot of problems. We're we're, we're trying to get it in. So yes, (laughs) pooing will be in Fable 3. So hopefully, (laughs) it's not going to be farewell on your carpet, but it will be in Fable 3. And, you know, and your dog can now poo, and you can pick up the poo and throw it at other women. <laughs> and if the woman's into that, if the woman likes being, you know, poo being thrown at her, it, which in Britain is quite common, I, I assure you. Uh, yes, then you can marry the woman who you just threw shit at. Lovely. So, yeah, we're, trying to, we're trying to get poo in Mabel. Uh, <laughs> oh. yes. Can I, can I yes, ask, we will we be... take
1: poo very, very seriously? Will, even will, very... will there be any co-op pooing, is is, is a question? Um we'll patch it in
3: <laughs> we'll patch it in at the last minute probably team poo match
0: on. A I call know a yeah. team poo match capture the yeah. poo we'll we'll do a capture the <laughs> poo capture the poo that's good
1: oh my god alright uh, and then the second second part of his email he oh, said yeah. Yeah, it's a well-known fact that Chinny is your personal bodyguard and best friend. Why has neither of you have been ever seen together? Chinny has been seen entering your home, but leaving on several occasions wearing your clothes and even driving your car. What's that all about?
3: Well, I didn't know that he has been into my home, so that that leads me to think that maybe he's been seeing my wife. I don't, I uh, I don't know. I maybe uh, I, I should talk to my my wife about that. But the reason why um. The reason why me and Cheney are never seen in the same room is because I'm far better looking than him. And he gets incredibly jealous because I'm Peter Molyneux. And people come up to me and say, you're Peter Molyneux. And I go, I know. I know I'm Peter Molyneux. And people go, who is that person? And I say, he's Chitty. He's from the uk."
1: And uh, people don't know who he is. And I'm Peter Molyneux. So he gets
3: very embarrassed. And I'm very, I'm Peter Molyneux. Uh,
1: We need to let you go (laughs) on that, I think. Um, Yeah. Uh, Anyway, thanks. uh,
3: thanks Thank you very much, Mr. Molyneux. Good to talk to you. Yeah, No problem. No, I, 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 no problem. I'm, I'm always here. In fact, I never move. I just sit here waiting for you to
1: call. So, thank you. Um, okay, is Chinny not around?
3: Where's, Ch- where's Chinny?
1: I
0: don't know. We don't know where he is. We have to move on. We've got other emails, oh, and this okay. call's going on a long
1: time. I'm just going to cut him off. I'll just cut him off. Yes. <clears <clears throat> 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 there you go. we got rid of him. No problems.
0: <laughs> <laughs> God, that's, that's over. Has
1: Chinny got a like, glass of water yet? Where is he? I don't know.
0: <sighs> don't we have other emails we need to
1: read? Uh, yeah, we've got another one off. Richard Primrose Are you back yet, Chinny, by the way? here? Here? Hello? No? I He's guess still, not. No, it's still must be getting his water. Okay, here we go. Greetings, men of Vet Gamers. Who do you think you'd take, I know. Who do you think you'd have taken time off? Oh,
3: I'm back. did I miss him? Where has he gone?
0: You missed him. Yeah, you missed oh, him. Oh, totally bloody hell. He's so good looking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a stunner.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right, next email. Yeah, sorry, I'll start that again because, yeah, Ginny just interrupted. Here we go. Uh, greetings, men of Vet Gamers. Who'd think you'd have time to take off from looking after sick gerbils? Oh. What? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, it's, it's, Rick's, it's Rick. It's Rick. It? Yeah, what is it But that right? must
0: be a reference to something.
1: I don't know. That's, don't
0: know. that's right?
1: Yeah, Skulldugger. So... Richard
3: okay. Primrose.
1: Yeah, that's, that's definitely that's... his name. Yeah. He's a weird anyway. guy. He likes parsnips. He does like parsnips. Uh, just been listening to last week's show and heard Stu deliberating over Mario Galaxy 2. Hopefully I can help you come to a decision on the purchase of this fine game. I too had Mario Galaxy. I played it for 20 minutes and then let the kids take over. The only time I went back to it was to defeat a boss and shortly after the kids left it as well. The sequel is totally different beast of a game and it all boils down to this. Uh, The pacing is miles better, better than Super Mario Bros 2 as well. Uh, The difficulty is set on a steady incline that sucks you in nicely, along with a much more logical and forgiving save system. Secondly, the inventiveness with which the 3D puzzles in this game have been crafted is truly unique, and I'd say it's given me a newfound respect for this platform, and made me realise it's not always down to the fastest processor and the slickest graphics. On the backside of playing Mr Mario's Second Galaxy, I can safely say that I will now be checking out Lost in Shadow, and even backpedalling to Dead Space Extraction. Now, I can wholeheartedly recommend that game, because it's excellent. No, it's... Honestly, man, it's a great game. game. I'm just just trying to say stuff to you. On a deeper level, it's also made me accept that there is definitely a place for motion control-based games that just don't cater for the casual market. Yes, this game is marketed to the casual gaming public, but it has more than enough to keep a seasoned gamer happy. P.S. Stu... When did you start doing voiceover work for EA? Your work as a fisherman who lost his tackle box in Death's Bank was comedy genius. Uh, tell Chinny to shout out the overseas connection, as I know he sees us as an embarrassing relative that comes round for tea. Oh, here Loving you long time, boys. School duggerer. Che, che, checking out. There you go. There you go.
3: So are you in Death's Bank, Stu?
1: apparently so yes he there is a there is a man who loses his tackle box and yes he has a very broad accent it's fair to say Mm. so he's like i have lost me tackle box can you go and find it for me pretty much can you grab me tackle (laughs) can you grab me tackle and then he then you need to go and get his lures as well his lures back anyway so there you go so thank you uh, school do do you want to do the next one off john Mao? you want to do that one chinny is that one, is that called uh, The Chinny Crowd? Is it is one? indeed. It all is right. indeed. It's only a short one. Uh, all
3: right, guys. This is from John Wilson. We know John. John five. His brother is Wilson. Uh, okay. All right, guys. This is Not Game Related, and I felt sorry for you with no emails last week. Ha ha. Uh, my girlfriend and I loved The IT Crowd since its release. Graham Linehan is a genius. I was wondering how you, Chinny came about getting yourself onto the show, and where was it filmed? Uh, for listeners who don't watch the RT crowd, watch it. It is really good. P.S. Moss is a legend, and he puts a little link to one of Moss's best moments, which is where he um, he uh, snaps out of a kind of like weird... Uh, cal- not calmer, but he's, he's, he's in a weird state, and he snaps out of it. So we should put that link on the show notes when we post the... Post the, okay. uh, yeah, I can do that. post the show. So if you want to find out what he's talking about, just go to veterangamers.co.uk. It's a great site, people hang out there, it's brilliant. And click on the show notes when the show is up, and you'll see the video. It's very funny. And it's game, well, not game related, but, you know, nerdy related, like everything in the IT crowd. Uh, and he finished off the email saying, Thanks, John Mo Five. Uh, so I um, got onto the IT crowd because I follow Graham and I'm a huge fan of Graham and I follow him on Twitter, and now and again, he, he I'll send him a tweet, and he, he's very good at responding. I, I like it when, you know, famous people respond, so he always responds to me and stuff, and then um, he sent out to Twitter saying, if you want to be an extra on the IT crowd, send me a picture of you dressed up as a geek. Now, I didn't uh, send my picture, but my girlfriend dressed up as a geek a couple of years ago for fancy dress, and I said to, to Tara, say... Uh, send that picture to this email of you dressed up as a geek because we could be on the IT crowd. And she did and we got on and it was filmed uh, not far from Houston uh, train station in London. It was in a nightclub. We spent all day there Uh, and I think I'm going to be on two episodes because we filmed another scene and I get pushed out of the way by Roy uh, uh, in one of the scenes. But Yeah, you know, it was good. I mean, I'm not on it for very long on the episode that I'm on, but it was just awesome to see Graham working, you know, and it was cool to see the cast and just kind of just watch how everything's filmed. And, uh, yeah, it was brilliant. I loved it. So that's how it got on. There you go. Well
1: done. Um, Then we had a very, very quick one off uh, uh, Daniel Hall. Also known as Shanty Dan 86. Oh yeah, is... I've
3: seen these already. These, yeah, these I, I don't. You really have to put this, this video up as well. yeah yeah. There's a ton of them. I might show them man. Yeah,
1: but they're basically he just sent us a link to a YouTube video where a guy had made a Lee Enfield sniper rifle out of Lego, yeah, <laughs> which <And> works, works, <laughs> which <It> works. works. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So that was quite cool. And the last one of someone who's got honestly to God, a great name. It's a mm, very Lecky, brilliant. No, no, Stu. He's called Stu. Stu oh, Lucky, okay. uh, And he basically says, Hey fellas, really enjoying the podcast, being a new-ish listener, although the long-time gamer. Like many of your audience, by the sounds of the feedback, I'm one of those kids at the wrong end of 30 who grow with Spectrums and now is still gaming with current-gen stuff, but have life getting in the way of all the time I would love to devote to our hobby. anyway, Point of the email is to let you know he's left his review on iTunes, which we'll read out at the end of show, but it's on the Canadian site, which is the first one on, on the Canadian site we've ever got. So that's really cool. Brilliant. And then, he, yeah, just going to say, keep up the great work, uh, not only on the podcast, but with the site and the forums as well. It's much appreciated. Stew, tall Scottish Stew in Canada. So there you go. So yeah, the you. emails. Yeah, and that's it for emails. So I thought we'd
0: do emails with you. That's Thanks, just my, yes. Thanks yes, to everybody so. who wrote in.
1: Yeah, we've
3: got loads. John and Daniel and Rich. And Peter uh, Moiner. And, and Ryan.
1: Ryan Hayes. Yeah. yeah. Loads of them. Loads of them. And Frederick. not and I'm Frederick. I'm Fred. I'm Fred. I'm not Frederick. And that's really it. We need to do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here. So, uh, yeah, Duke, shout-outs.
0: What about the iTunes review?
1: Yeah, well, we'll do those. We'll do those at the end. I thought we'd we'll do those after this. Oh, can.
0: right. Okay, the end. Well, you
1: can do that as part of it. I'll tell you what. Do it as part of your shout-out. Okay,
0: my first shout-out is to SoulFinger74, who left us a review at iTunes. Uh, He wrote, I've been a regular listener for about a year and haven't been disappointed yet. They provide balanced reviews from blockbusters to indie games and interesting discussions while never taking themselves too seriously. Actually, I think we do. Yeah, sometimes. I I also worry about um, the... Yeah. Awkward pauses. Say it, say yeah. it, man. That sometimes it, happen to, in the show. Speak,
1: speak from your heart, dude. Uh, I, oh, I know. I know what to do. Poo. Poo.
0: And often be quite hilarious. Bye. The Bye. format evolves regularly with new segments such as quiz shows, etc. And we got uh, yeah Herbert Stemple and Charles Van Doren. Always worth a listen. They're also building a great little online community over at www.veterangamers.co.uk. So he's giving us a plug for our forums and everything over there. Cheers to him. And on those forums, he posted an awesome video that was called Look Around You Maths. Did oh, y'all watch that?
1: Oh, God, yes, I watched oh, some of it. Oh, it was
0: beautiful. I totally thought it was some like old 70s thing at first, and then it suddenly became surreal and Monty Python-esque, and it was really excellent. Apparently, there's a lot of other Look Around You videos too, but that one was awesome. So cheers to him for the review. I saw and- the,
1: the Look Around You video games. Did you see that one?
0: No, I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> there's one for video games. Yeah. Um, My next shout-out is to Bongo the Sane because he appreciates Quantum Solace. He sent me a note that said, yeah, I wouldn't have bought this game if it weren't for you always talking about how awesome it is, and I love it. So, yeah, he's got good taste. Cheers to him. And uh, speaking of people introducing people to cool stuff, I have to give a shout-out to Stu for introducing me to Apollo 440, the music group, because they're really Ah. cool. I, I went out and got, got one of their albums, and I'm really liking it. So, hooray! Thank you very much. <laughs> also, Skulldiggerer watched the movie Primer, which Chinny has not done, even though Chinny would love it. And Skulldiggerer really liked it, and he sent me a message right before he watched it on Xbox Live, and then he sent me a message right afterwards, and he said, uh, "My head is more is spinning more than when I saw Memento." And uh, so, yeah, we're gonna have some mm. chats about all the stuff that's in that movie because it really is. Let's compare it to Memento. Yeah, it is. Uh, it has a lot in common with Memento, actually. So. Yeah, I might watch Um that. Also, Mike Wall, uh, who reviewed A Killer's Dream on the website Armless Octopus, which is dedicated <laughs> to game reviews. So cheers to him, because he gave it the appropriate review, which is, this game sucks, don't waste your time. <laughs> and finally, Eddie Izzard's mother. Uh, her, her birthday is today, Monday, 19th of July. So uh, cheers hey, to yeah. her.
1: Are you ever, ever going to let the Killer's Dream thing go? Are you going to let Never.
0: it go? Not until everybody has uh, played it. Everybody needs it's, to play that game. It's, it's horrible. Terrible. But I, I want to... <laughs> you should. <laughs> I don't want to inflict it on as many people as possible to try to make up for the fact that I spent that time playing it. Awful thing. Uh, Ginny. Yo. Shout out. I'm
3: going to shout out the Overseas Connection, Skullduggera, Murphy's Law, and CPM. Because uh, they, they think I'm embarrassed by them. That I never shout them out, uh, and it's true. I am very embarrassed. Uh, but no, they're they're lovely guys. And if you don't know, for pe I, I always think that people who listen to this just listen to the other show, um, and then I realise they don't. <laughs> like so, you know, it's different people. There's different people listen to the show. So if you want to hear me again, more chitty the week, <laughs> yeah. um, then you're obviously mental, and I would book yourself in in a local asylum. Or maybe you can you can get that on the i e. I'm not sure, uh, but if you do, you type in O C um, overseas connection in your iTunes store or Zune if you want. All three of you, and you can check me out, and we do a little podcast over there, and we have fun. And um, yeah, it's you know more of this, pretty much, just with different people. Uh, also, I'll shout out them. I'll shout out. Okay. Uh... Uh, John Mao, Jamie of Gilead, Skulldugger again, Soup Dragon Dan, Filthy Inflamed Nick. Um, What else, what else, what else? I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's one thing. Uh, I want to share uh, a film. Weird, I oh, know. There's a film come out recently called Black Dynamite. Oh, yeah, I watched that. Uh, and it's kind of like a spoof 70s black movement. Uh, black exploitation. there you go. Like yeah. black to the future and all this. Yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, I, I haven't seen it yet, but my friend has uh, put this as his comment on Facebook. And it's a quote from the show, so I'm going to read it out. Uh, so I said, bitch, y'all need a pimp in your life. She said, I got a pimp. I said, shit, he ain't no pimp. He's a ballet for holes. Now I got bitches, bitch, but I need a new one because my midget
0: bitch keeps coming up short. Okay, That's a quote. From- <laughs> Which I'd says, say it's uh, funny, worth seeing, but not the best thing ever made. No,
3: uh, the trailer made me ruffle. I mean, like yeah. the uh, the trailer was a lot of fun. I thought it's kind of
0: one of those movies where most of the best stuff is in the trailer. But yeah, well, yeah, I figured
3: see. that. I figured that. But like, it's uh, still, course, you know,
0: it's it's yeah. all right. Don't go into it with too high
3: expectations. No. No, because yeah. expecti- high expectations can, can uh Is it is it as good space? as
1: is it as good as I'm gonna get you, sucker? <laughs>
0: I'm no, get you,
1: it's second. not nearly as good as
0: I'm uh, gonna no. get you uh, uh, How I'll much look, for uh, order a rehawan? Oh, <laughs> yeah, <has>. that's good. <laughs> Chris that Rock,
3: right? Chris yes, well, Rock. Just put right it in my hand. Just put yeah. right it in my hand. <laughs> uh, Here's I'm your just...
0: freaking one rib and your stupid sip of soda. Give me my two dollars. You got change for a hundred.
3: <laughs> I, I, I like the stuntman um, joke in that because like, they use uh... yeah. is it like it's a, it's a black woman and they use a white guy or is it like <laughs> right yeah
1: it does a flip down the aisle well, it's, it's something like, like that
3: anyway it's bit so, ridiculous and, yeah, um, it's
1: a white guy we we, uh, family guy
3: stole it I think. well I didn't steal it but they did the same joke and oh. also Big train. that fantastic sitcom that's yeah. written by Graham it, and also did a similar there joke. there were more
1: misses than hits but it was quite funny in places yeah that's an old film Um. I've got my shout outs, I'm gonna shout out, uh, yeah, Deathspank, because I think it's great, and I think a lot of people will miss it, because I don't think they'll know much about it, but yeah, definitely give that a go. And, and the guy, we've got a new guy on the site called Black Mesa, Black Mesa, and he's put an introduction called, There You Go, There You Go, that's what he's called it. (laughs) And, uh, <laughs> yeah, the reason he says, uh, I mean, I'll just read out his bullet but Your podcast gets me through the drag of the train and tube journey every morning and evening, so that I have to thank you guys very much for that. Stop hating on the Duke for his sound clips as they rule. Uh, they're unencouraging. Stop it. <laughs> every time someone emails in saying, oh, they have a rule, he always plays five at the same time. <laughs> There are plenty of other boring gaming podcasts for your liking, if that's not your thing. Jugi's one of the few Americans I actually laugh at.
3: <laughs> with no. him, not no, at him. Correct him, I laugh at a lot of Americans. <laughs> not, so. yeah, exactly.
2: yeah,
1: yeah. with him, not at him. And I'm not... <laughs> I'm not anti-American, by the way. Uh, Stu and Cheney are both excellent too, and I wish I got a pound for every time Stu says, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I As always, <laughs> right? As always, uh, cool. I will be an incredibly rich man and maybe have time for a bit of gaming then. No offence, Stu. Anyway, cheers, guys. I look forward to reading and contributing. Are you offended, Stu? Uh, no, I am act like like. No, you are. Uh, no, d- you don't d- know this, but I have to listen to three hours of him going, How dare
3: he said that email?
1: <laughs> I know, yeah. Um in the new looking forum P.S. any chance of a shout out well there you go you've had a shout out Black Mesa there you go sure. don't know his real name but about... maybe
0: Black Mesa
1: yeah that was a
0: joke aha uh-huh. bad chance
1: um, and then also as I did mention earlier we have got our first ever and this is incredible first ever iTunes review in Canada
0: there you go crazy eh and, there are Wait, few- and what what is the review mostly a boot? A says... we don't
3: get reviews in Canada because we so pissed
0: them.
1: I know, yeah. Uh, veteran Gamers, a great listen and more. Uh I really look forward to this podcast every week. The three guys in it have different takes on all the items they discuss while obviously being good buddies as well. No you we're not what the hell is that? crap.
0: Uh, uh, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, they always think that don't they? Uh, uh, uh which makes for a good listen, being informative and funny along the way. They talk about lots of great topics, review new and older games, have a new indie review section as well, the sound effects add something to the show, listen and you'll see what I mean. Oh no, another one picking up the sound. <laughs> oh. Oh, so, oh my god, we had got three <laughs> clips combined there. Yeah. Oh unbelievable uh also the guys also have a nice website and some great forums there even is uh sorry where even as just a listener you really can feel part of the group so if you enjoy video games even if you don't remember what a commodore 64 is you'll still get something out of this podcast so there you go so thank you stulek 52 great name by the way did i mention what a good name stew is it's uh
3: Good day, welcome
0: to school. I'm Principal uh, Bob McKenzie. This is my Vice Principal Doug. Okay. How's <laughs> it going, eh? Take um,
1: off, eh? What is that off? What's that off?
0: That's Bob and Doug McKenzie!
1: Yeah, Doug anyway. <laughs>
0: anyway. <laughs>
1: um, take off, eh? <laughs> take off, eh? <laughs> whatever.
0: What?
1: What's uh, happening? I know. <laughs> oh, no, what it's either. It's like that old woman that was on the. You remember the Peter news sketch? What's happening?
3: What's happening? <laughs>
1: or that woman that comes out of the door on Modern Warfare 2?
3: <sighs> right, get out of here! What's happening?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a great. Yeah. Is
3: it happening?
0: <laughs> what is that? What? Take off, eh? He'll know what it is. The Canadian dude will know and he'll appreciate it. Yeah, we done nothing. To the creep, I know. They had Getty Lee from Rush.
1: You yeah. see anyway, what Canadians like Rush, do you? You know those awkward <laughs> silences? Uh, they like
0: Rush and Conan O'Brien. They're I Bruce. just
1: thought they liked pirating games and downloading stuff illegally all the time. And maple syrup. And maple syrup. And, and their floppy little heads. And Mounties and stuff. And
0: Terrence and Philip.
1: Yeah, Terrence and Philip. There you go. you are
0: yeah. Canadian.
1: Yeah, we know nothing about Canada, do we? <laughs> anyway. I read
0: Kate Beaton. I know a few things about Canada.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Anyway. Uh, yes, anyway, Um and I think that's about it, really. I've not missed anything, have we? have done review. No, we've gone for seven hours. We've done seven hours of recording. Yes. Yep, that's it. So, um on that note, we need to get the hell out of here, as always. So, uh, yeah. Uh, there you go. There you go, as always. There you go.
3: There you
2: go. There you go. There. there you go. I I there. There, you I go. there you go.
3: my four motherfuckers. <laughs> Duke, you got a stupid shit up.
0: You-